I haven't seen you in a while at one of these noble gatherings. Um, I actually own an establishment here in Waterdeep. And let me tell you about some of my other ventures while you're here. Hello, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin. And I, Devin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons. And Dragons. Why? What? If you have been uh, looking at our social medias, you'll see that the invitations have been sent out and received by Rhea Sunshine, Katie Downey, Ellie Collins, and Lauren Urban as Lucia Versprilli leads them on a hunt through the Velvet Lodge. We are so excited to reveal the cast for our brand new original actual play coming soon. Be sure to follow us at Elder Eye Int across all social platforms to learn more as things slowly get revealed. And make sure you tune in to the intermission tonight for the first look teaser trailer. Ah! It's really cool. Jesus. <laughs> the mists roll in from around the corner. A howl of a wolf echoes out, sending chills down your spine. A horde of bats rush past you as you look into the mist, swallowing everything around you in impending doom and darkness. The snort of heated breath from a horse's nostrils feels like it's breathing down your neck as you see the fire and embers glow from its eyes and riding atop it. It's a pale man with a widow's peak smiles at you with red eyes and long fangs, letting you know that the legendary edition of Curse of Strahd is coming back to Beetle and Grimm's as back-ordered and ships in June. So go order yours now and get this product that has been off the shelves for so long. They're missing out on having people doing cosplays of Strahd deliver them. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was very exciting. I've, I've come to give you my books. I've about go blah. <laughs> Uh, Goblin? Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was just ordering a set of dice from DieHardDice.com. She is. The, uh, I am. She actually um, is. The seven-piece RPG set, Mythica Shadow Crown. It is an absolutely <laughs> gorgeous metal set that has sort of like raised sides on each face and then down in the face of the die itself. It's like this bumpy texture. And the numbers are raised, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird to see on a metal die like this. And they are painted in gold. It is mm -hmm. chef's kiss. So I am buying the seven piece set right now. Uh, they also have a dire D20 that you can get, which is the big ones. They're really cool. They, they land with authority. Um, and then they yeah. also have an eight-piece set, which gives you the dire die and the regular set. So I was going to get the seven-piece set, but now that I know I can get them both oh, no. for just a little more, we're, we're going to do that. So uh, head on over to dieharddice.com, get yourself some new dice, and um, use code D4BFGs or D4BFFs while you're there to get 10% off your order and help us out a little bit. Get them now before Goblin buys them all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, would, would that make it me since Ellie's not here? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, well, in that case, uh, Behold, it is I, Elden Kevin, once again coming to you live here on D4, the only place that seems to have a camera into my basement. Yes, more powerful than ever, and I, too, am buying something. More spells for my powerful Elden Kevin spellbook to make more powerful miniatures for you and Eldritch Foundry. All I need are... Can I have the last four digits of your credit card number? Doesn't matter, we'll get it later! So, everybody pay attention to Elden Kevin now! I have so many powerful things I can make for you! And if you want your own Eldritch Foundry miniature for your table, put in hashtag def- uh, Eldritch, hashtag Eldritch, I'm, I'm getting confused, there's so many ways to get fantastic deals from Eldritch Foundry! Put in hashtag Eldritch in the chat for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature for yourself! Or put D4D&D to get 15% off your Eldritch Foundry miniature! I'd like to dedicate this ad read to Thomas, who I met in person, who for the few seconds I was outside of this actual place and was in some place where people could actually see me in public. I did not wear deodorant. <laughs> My power spreads. The wasp is powerful. Elden Kevin. Hashtag Voss did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Katie? Let, let's go to Catkins for... Uh... All, right. all right, all right, all right, here's the deal. I'm going to preface this with, um, I wrote this just now. So, <laughs> as in, like, we started the ad reads, I looked at the code, and then I was like, all right, let's go. So, um, <laughs> have, have, <laughs> I'm not going to sing well. <laughs> Half past 6.30, and I'm watching a D&D show in my flat alone. How I hate to spend the evening. I forgot. I can't, I'm, you know what? Maybe, should I commit to the bit, or should I give up on always, Commit to the always. bit. Always There's commit no to the bit. such thing as a bad bit. I hate to spend the evening on my own. So bring winds, blow it outside the window as I look around the screen. Makes me so depressed to see the doom. There's not a soul out there. No one to hear my prayers. And idle teddies with brown rounds test code. Won't somebody help me chase the shadows away? Give me, give me, give me. And idle teddies with a forgotten rounds test code. Break up break of the game. have your idle champions of the forgotten realms chess code that you want so badly to uh help as you um are watching the DD show in your flat all alone at half past 6 30 how you <laughs> on your own <laughs> i'm never doing that again okay <laughs> you know it was amazing you have to do it every time <laughs> yeah yeah <gasps> Let me take some voice lessons, okay? No, it was great. It was, it was legitimately awesome. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rhea. Hello. You if you would like to support these wild shenanigans and represent us, like Eldon Kevin said, out in the questionably real world, 
you could head over to d4dndrpg.com. Sport our lovely merch that is incredibly soft and made with love by our merch moms. You could drink out of beautiful glasses that they were not blown <laughs> by the merch moms. But they did everything else. So go over to d4dndrpg.com. And as you can tell, I still have no voice. So we'll see what happens next week with this. Bye. As, uh, as you can see, we are down in Ellie uh, as she is off having a wonderful time on vacation. We wish her the best, and we'll see her next week. Uh, but as such, uh, please make sure you check out D&D Beyond for all of your digital uh, D&D needs, uh, including uh, some free content from the movie Honor Among Thieves. Hat. Hat. It's really good. The movie is really good. Dinda hat. Oh, go but see the movie if you have it. It's so fun. Without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Last time on Definitive Defeat of a Divested Deputant. The BFGs fought Auntie Agnes, no longer empowered by her hag abilities, after the party made some serious deals with. Bubba Yaga, in order to scratch the former Green Hag's name from the Hex Mortis, also known as the Book of Cursed Fate, the Book of Hags. The deal also severely weakened the aberrant woman, but she tried to overcome this by dominating Baba Yaga's White Knight, the Bright Dawn, against the party. Vinley reached out to Sahanin, and the Seldarine prayed for sanctuary against Agnes to end the charm set upon the knight and heal those around her. Sadly, though, it did not save Karina's panic from visions of her past as she remembers encountering a similar creature before her world was destroyed. Surprisingly, the fight did not last long. Despite the hag staying out of reach from most of the party and her allies, B using her new lightning javelin and Seisha landing a devastating blow, she was easily dispatched. However, in her death, she called out to Shothragat and Ganadar to turn their eye and destruction towards Waterdeep once again, leaving the BFGs to dread if the malevolent and apathetic old gods showed pity or vengeance enough to hear her plight. With the deal completed, Baba Yaga and her horsemen left the party to their own devices to find their way out of the Mercandraw Swamp. After being consoled by Vinley, who braved Karina's protective briar cocoon, Karina transported the group back to the heart of the Kaliak Dryad Forest, and there they called out to the new Queen of Air and Darkness, the Morning Queen Amla Ruil, for passage back to the City of Splendors. It's my favorite queen. When they returned, they found themselves only losing two days within the Feywild thanks to the deal Vinley made with the Gloaming Queen now standing in the outskirts of Undercliff. Harold and Petunia recognized the area instantly and decided to take V to meet Petunia's parents, despite Petunia acting slightly peculiar since the interaction with the hag mother. The rest of the party decided to head towards the north gate that leads into the field ward, the closest entrance to Trollskull Alley. When they arrived, they found that everyone entering was being searched and forced to pay the exorbitant cost of five gold per person for entrance and sanctuary within the field ward. Confused, Vinley tries to hide her undead, but is caught by a half-orc guard, and once confronted, they explain who they are. Uh, clarification, I was not caught by the half-orc. I was caught by one of the spotters in the trebuchet, and then he said something <laughs> yeah. to the half-orc. <laughs> but 
Saying who you are prompts a familiar ally, Grecht, to make himself known as he explains the new rules and safety provided to the people within the field ward. It is then that the party sees the dozens of guards brandishing the emblem of the BFGs known as the Bully Field Guard, all carrying pistols or long rifles. However, what is most surprising is the dozens of mechanical automatons also carrying these firearms. Uh, and one small note to add to the visualization of that patch of the Bully Field Guard is the symbol of the BFGs was inset in front of a bull's head facing forward. But the field world, the field ward looks to be booming with life and newfound prosperity as they are escorted privately by Grecht and a garrison of six automatons through the thoroughfare directly to the upper tower's gate after paying and explaining they only seek passage into the city. It is here where they learn that the city now belongs to Manshun as he sits on the throne as open lord despite dismantling the mass lords. When asked about Voss, Grecht is ex elusive with his words and redirects the conversation but alluded to everything the field ward has as far as protections and prosperity and unity since the fall of Waterdeep are all attributed to the efforts of Voss. Meanwhile, Harold, Petunia, and V all crammed themselves into the small halfling home Petunia grew up in. There, her mother Gretel prepared tea and meat pies while Reginald, her father, kept clamoring on and on about his past dungeon-delving adventures with his good friend, Dr. Jones. <laughs> the group got small updates about the city, learning that most of the chaos had, luckily, not escaped into the small farming town of Undercliff. During the conversations, the family talked about the BFG's adventures to ever meet Petunia's siblings, stories about V, and hints at the, uh, at the parents' admiration for Harold with subtle hints and hopes of something more developing with his and Petunia's relationship. When they leave to meet up back with their friends, Harold confronts Petunia about her aloofness, which she passes off as nothing different than her normal demeanor. After a slow burn of questions and realization, it is clear to Harold that Petunia gave up a part of their relationship to some extent as part of the deal with Baba Yaga. Hiding his emotions, he puts on a brave face as they all meet up with the rest of the group, or they wait just inside the blockade barrier after ascending to Davil. They are told to rendezvous with the Guild of Thorns in the sewers in order to traverse quickly and quietly through the Manshun city streets. When they arrive at the sewer cover uh, for the alley, they split ways with their escorts and emerge into a thriving and packed area filled with refugees. When they turn the corner, they are met with a familiar face of Davil Starsong as he is addressing the masses about the return of the BFGs. And that is where we pick up tonight's story. With you all walking into your tavern for the first time in many months. I'm carrying Pixel yep. from where I had chased her down. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, coming <laughs> And she's squirming, yeah. trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like over the down. shoulder style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and at some point, just. <laughs> I'm walking in with Davil because I must have stepped up next to him because I did not realize he was giving a speech. Yeah. As soon as you saw him, you tackled him and he held <clears> you. <throat> uh, but you all are there. Um, Karina says that she needs some time alone. Sure. Um, you can still see that she's a little rattled from 
the fight with Auntie Agnes. Unsure as to what that may be from, you give her some space. Uh, you offered her the nook, mm-hmm. and, and then you're then unsure would... if that's where she goes, but she disappears into the upper landings of the Spirits of Troll School. But you enter into this tavern, and it is alive as ever. Um, a lot of new faces. A lot of people you don't recognize. Um, but bustling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you enter in to almost awe as people just quiet and murmur and look. You can tell that... Visibly uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell that where before the fall, this place, when it was bustling, it was all jovial, all fun. And although there is levity here, there is still a weight and that is present across the entire city. Mm-hmm. Um, people are thankful for this place, and you can see that as on their faces as they see you, knowing that through you and the Mythal you did created a safe haven in one of the few spots of the city. I didn't even tell my sister. <laughs> I, I know what your next sending is going to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're walking in, and you, as you walked into the city, you did see a lot of the castle ward and a lot of the trades ward as far as you could see before the horizon made it just indistinguishable amongst mm. the rubble. Um, how many safe havens there are in the city? You do know that many people are loyal to Manchun now. Um, I saw a lot of their tattoos. Yep. So the new guard isn't the city watch or the city guard. It is more so thugs mm-hmm. and things like that that brandish the tattoos and capes and colors and the flying serpents of yep. the Zintarum. Um Also, the alley, though, more bustling than before. It's not overrun. It's not like the entire city has squeezed into this. Okay. So, whether... so it's safe to guess there's more safe places throughout the city. Or if you were you judging, can assume... oh, I assume everything. Okay, <laughs> you can either assume that, uh, but there's a voice in the back of your head that just you saw sp- specifically. You yeah. saw how many people fell in an instant, and it's hard to tell how, what the population is like. Because even when you were walking through the streets, although there were people walking about, it seemed a little bit more empty. Um, I kind hard. of flip pixel right side up again and just kind of clutch her. Hey, you want to light a fire? That would be divine. Uh, yeah. Let's go play with fire. Oh, well, when you word it like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take her over to the fireplace and uh, get the blaze going. And, and it's already you... going. Oh, it is? Oh, okay, yeah. well, never mind then. <laughs> you it's, it's fall. Like, it's pushing yeah. to winter, so... It's the chill easy. is. That was I mean, my next question. Yeah, it, it is. Autumn wind. Cold, and yeah. I mean, I mean, autumn in Waterdeep is, I mean, winter here. Like, yeah. it, yeah. it is. Okay. You know, winter is like so still four or five foot of snow. <laughs> yeah, uh, water Waterdeep. Um, for those that are from here, know that it experiences every season, to 
its fullest extent. It is in that perfect area of Toral that is, it hits the beauty of, and <laughs> the boons and banes of every season. Mm -hmm. The yeah. summers are hot, but warm and beautiful, and the winters are frigidly cold and covered in snow. Um, and you're just on the cusp of the claws of winter taking hold. Do you know the date? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. Yep, Uktar 29th. You're surprised at that? Yep, <laughs> Uktar 29th. Thank you. So does that well, mean... Well, I track it. Which, no, no, no. if you were to put it into real-world terms, is November 29th. Yep. So we have... Oh, we're um, right before the Feast of the Moon. The Feast of the Moon is in two nights. The what? I feel the like Feast I should of know the what moon. that is. I feel like in-game, V knows what that is. Out-of-game, Katie Adkins does not know what that is. <laughs> um, Feast of the Moon is an annual festival um, occurring between the final nights of Uktar and the first day of Night All. Um, okay. It is the last great festival of the calendar year. Okay. It is basically uh, signifying the beginning of winter. More. Okay, so it's like winter solstice celebration. Okay, um, you would know that it is a time, and this kind of actually weighs heavily on you that you've never really had to think about this until now. It is a celebration to honor ancestors and respect the dead. Oh no! Okay. Um, as Great you, timing. yeah, you, the only person that ever pushed into celebrating this in your family was your grandmother. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Okay, um, so V will realize this. Um, we're all together right now, correct? Correct. Yeah, everybody oh, but Karina. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I'm not like doing what I did last. <laughs> but I do occasionally uh, telepathically communicate. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, V will kind of pause and be like, um, and I also want to clarify out of game uh, that this is something that like, everybody tends to celebrate like it's like a like a national holiday per se yes okay all across um, uh Toro, so so we will pause and say i'm with the um maybe with with the conditions of the city do you think people are really going to be like celebrating in two days and then uh dabble will say i think now more than ever yeah during times of struggle, people will cling to what joy they can find. And you need that joy. And this isn't a celebration of joy, this is a celebration of remembrance. So all of the people they've lost, they're gonna they're gonna take the time to think about them and see Dad will kinda stop. All the people they've lost. I feel like this is gonna be a lot more sad than it is um happy. It depends on how you remember the people. My... I know, but it was just so recent. Yeah. You yes. know, it's like having a giant service for everybody at once. Well, as I always say, you know, uh, you can turn every somber moment into uh, a celebration, as Seisha said, a celebration of remembrance. And I am sure many people in this city do not want to have their loved ones that survived wallow in pity and depression and enjoy the memories that they have with them. I know I will be singing many songs for people. Oh, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> have you Is not heard any of open? my songs? No, I've never heard you sing. Why would you... Go for it. 
I don't give out my services for free, you know that. I pull out ten gold. (laughs) (laughs) He laughs and he takes it. He'll start making his way to the stage. Uh, Is our table open? Are we able to, like, sit at our table by the fire, or is it taken? Uh, It is currently taken, because you haven't been here. It's like that episode of Friends, where the people were sitting (laughs) in the sofa. (laughs) Um... But I will, I'm just going to go stand by the fire because I need it. <laughs> Same. And while I'm sitting by the fire, I'm also scanning for Fala if I happen to see their face at any point. Uh, not currently inside the tavern. It's still daytime. Yeah. So it's, it's, Is the tavern door open? It is not open all the time because the winter chill is starting Keeping to but, it out. But there are people coming in and out. Every time it opens... Yeah, like not even trying to hide it. It's almost like half standing. Like, oh, should I get it? Oh, okay. Why don't you give them ascending? I, I would, but. I think they'd be happy to see you. I, I just, I don't know if I'm going to need what I, what little I have left. Fair. Uh, Davil, seeing your constantly eyeing the door, will stop on his way to the stage and look at you and go, "They're still working." There's still so much to do in the alleyway. The devil. Uh, I hate to interrupt. My folks, my brother. (gasps) They're here. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, How much healing do I get for going to the fire? Um, (laughs) Same. (laughs) 3d8 is what I believe it is. I've got the sheet. You have the sheet there? Yeah. Great. Um, The... um, well, and as you are like resting up, you actually see Kara come over, Kara come over, and um, like, in like the most like server esque <laughs> polite way, redirects the party at the table and and says, "We have a, a much like a, a bigger, better table for you over here," <laughs> uh, and just sl- subtly, nonchalantly clears y'all's normal table away. Uh, in order so that you guys can just sit down. Gets them closer to Dabble as he's settling in. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, oh, front row table right here for you. (laughs) It's 2d8 plus 3. I knew there was a 3 It's a third level uh, healing work. Prayer of healing. Prayer of healing, yeah. 12 points of healing. Oh my god. That's 15. 15 for me. I'm almost full. So... Uh, and then Davil will start to play. If you pay attention, you notice that uh, he's not playing a song that would be fitting for the Feast of the Moon. It's mm-hmm. not a song of loss. Uh, but as all of his songs are, sounds upbeat, but if you listen to the lyrics, there is a haunting tone to them. Um, and oftentimes it is about someone who is either sacrificing themselves or someone that is whose soul is lost to the hills. And Harold, as you're sitting there listening, you actually see the kitchen doors open and your parents come out carrying plates of food (laughs) as they have been working here because they ran a bed and breakfast. And so this is second nature to them. Uh, Turns out you pick up a few skills being con people. See, we didn't need Renair after all. Uh, And you look up and you can see Dabble just give you a wink as he's singing. And um, it takes him a second, but 
they after they set up they turn to just like survey to see if you know if there are any any tables need busing or anything anybody needs anything and they just stop when they see you i'll slowly stand up i will put on a face and i walk over it's not much put on because i am happy to see them but you know his life is kind of torn apart right now yeah. sorry and <laughs> he's going to <laughs> petunia's bad He's going to come over, wait till they've given out the drinks and stuff, and then give them both hugs. And they will both embrace you. Uh, and your dad, like your father, just like takes you and like just looks you over, make sure you know you're good. And, yeah, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And, like, like we'll like fix and adjust your your coat and make sure you're proper. I'm at forty six out of ninety two, so I'm actually beat to shit. But you I'm look, fine. yeah, fine. Don't tell us that you're fine when you're obviously not fine. I, I'm mostly fine. I You should have seen me before I sat by the fire. Uh, is, that, is that blood on you? Harold, come it's, here. It's not all mine. I cast Lay on Hands for 35 points. Oh, thank you. Could someone close the tavern door, please? <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, doing it. <laughs> Draft blows in. <laughs> chill. Wow. Um, and, uh... So good to see it. And... Looks over at V. Why, why is my son so hurt? Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen. I don't know. <laughs> Someone stab him. You know what, fair. <laughs> listen, my, listen. V does everything she can to protect me, and let's be honest with ourselves. I've always been a risk taker. So it, you know, it's kind of literally entirely on me most of the time I get hurt. Uh, but it's great to see you guys. Where's, uh, where is he? Where is he? Uh, I believe he's at work. Where does he work? General Goodstone. <laughs> uh, your brother, as a trickster as he is, is working at the most trickster store this alleyway has. I think he's actually gotten quite a fancy for the owner. Oh, that's a very oh. wild age gap, He has a fancy for any young thing that... That is a... true. He is. That is very true. <laughs> it was it was a mess when Elvandria broke his heart. Vinley, <gasps> uh, well, like, covers her mouth and moves away, like, uh oh, I'm not getting involved in this. Harold's like, that was bound to happen anyway. There was a yeah. pretty enormous age difference there. Yeah, uh, she never showed any interest in him, so he just followed her around like a hurt puppy, and eventually she just kind of very bluntly said to leave her alone. But You know, sometimes you need that. <laughs> it is great to see you guys, though. I, I really needed this right now. And uh, at that point you hear, Help! Now! And, <laughs> and, and uh, oh... Sorry, I, I again just embraces you again. Uh, how long are you here? That's a great question. We'll we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk yeah. later. I've I've got or I'm coming, Aura. You <laughs> loving fluff muffin, you as he <laughs> <laughs> makes his way back into the kitchen. He's a charmer. I'm surprised he's not dead yet. <laughs> you never know. You don't know what the relationship's like. I'm just... He's a very handsome man. He, exactly. he is, but I never... You're not attracted to Harold's father. He's not my type. 
You're not attracted to Harold's Honey, mother. he's everyone's type. <laughs> I am. Not mine, but that's fine. You're both wrong, and Harold's a spitting image. He's a handsome boy, and she <laughs> pinches his Harold cheek. Harold is on, everyone's mom. type. Come yes. on. <laughs> Once <laughs> uh, <laughs> she heads back into the back, Harold turns and is like, I'm way more handsome than my dad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> definitely. Thank you. Are we... Never mind. So... What do we do? <laughs> well... The festival sounds nice. If we, if we have time for it. Yeah. I can't imagine what we're here to do is going to take too long. I was going to say too short. <laughs> Hi, Leaf. You see Leaf flying around above everyone. Oh, we can see him? No, you see things. Oh, no, oh Leaf, sorry. okay, okay. I was thinking... You're uh, thinking a star. Star. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there is a, a scratching on the board. Welcome back. Took you long enough. Yeah. Sorry. Sea travels a pain in the butt. And I look down at where Pixel is. Ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some spells have very particular. <laughs> Just, like picks her up by the arm. You come with me, young lady. <laughs> have I? But she didn't realize her mom was okay. Have I seen Daclan? Yeah. Uh, you see Daclan is also working um, and uh, entertaining and being mischievous while also bussing tables. And She has a bit. brief thought of like, okay, so I know I'm not ready for kids because I have lost him eight times. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. You actually see him <laughs> bussing tables with Tensor's floating disc. I pinch his little cheeks. That is so incredible. <laughs> Ooh, ow, it hurts. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's incredible. Your spellcraft is incredible. I pushed down on the tensor's disc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the buoyancy. It just carries things. It could do so much more yeah. than that. And, and then I you see, you see um, several like, tr like tubs full of dirty dishes just carrying themselves over like by themselves and setting it on top of the floating disc. And you look over and you see leaf writing on the thing. I have, so you have already graduated into the next class and I have so many spells to show you. Scary spells. Do you want scary spells? Looks around. I mean, <laughs> one scary spell can't hurt. Very well, I'll think on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and but you can see like sticking out of his pocket is a small little spell book, and it, it's got the logo of. You know what it is? It's it's where Kara writes down people's orders, and she took one of those and turned a I notepad love that. with the symbol of the BFGs pad? and the symbol of uh, the troll uh, spirits of troll skull. Yeah, it's an order pad that he yeah. started to. He started to turn into his uh, spell book. That's I love beautiful. That. Yep. That's so much. Yep, but you can see that there is um, just like a little bit of something that you actually would catch uh, Petunia as uh, it is the logo of your old employer. 
and you can probably assume that maybe uh, the old wizened dragonborn is showing him the ropes. Petunia probably looks briefly over to notice that, but uh, honestly, this whole time she's kind of just been standing over, staring at the fire, sort of just holding her bag close to her, but she'll like kind of give a little smile when she notices the the symbol. I, uh, Seisha kind of is just sort of sitting there, and then she goes, <gasps> and I, re- I see Petunia is kind of looking distanced and disconnected, and so uh, Seisha runs over to her and goes, you have to come with me. What, what, huh, what? We have to go oh. see Biblio. Biblio. <laughs> come on. Okay, okay, okay. And she grabs her hand and takes her upstairs. Uh, she pauses once they get inside and listens because um, Karina mentioned her room as an alternative. So I want to kind of listen before mm-hmm. I go into my room because if she is in the nook, I don't want to intrude. Okay. Um, you don't hear anything? Okay. I am searching desperately for whatever piece of furniture my baby is right now. <laughs> make me an investigation check. Okay. <laughs> Can I also? Sure, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. My god. <laughs> 27. Oh. Natural 20 All right, natural 20 for a 26. Ooh. Nice. You know your baby. I yeah, <laughs> we know my baby. <laughs> uh looking around, it's uh, hard to tell. You go into this secondary room. You come back. You go upstairs real quick. You come back. And you're thinking, like, obviously, when you come back downstairs, obviously he's not upstairs because that takes forever for him to. It's like a pain in the ass. Um, and then Petunia, you just after running around, you kind of just sit down for a second, relax. It's a very comfortable rocking chair. Um, Baby. <laughs> and Seisha <laughs> screams out towards you, baby, uh, uh, towards you, Petunia, uh, as these two eyes go uh, across the the backboard uh, of the chair. As you found Biblio first, but uh, not, <laughs> but you're stuck to him currently. Stuck. Yep. Yep. I like to imagine, oh, no. like, the, the tongue comes out of the cushion and wraps around Petunia, just like a ribbon, all the way upper. Yep. Yeah, yep. buddy. Oh, Mr. Yep. Two. and Petunia. Uh, Biblio. <laughs> Great. Great. My brilliant baby. Baby. And she just wraps around the ro- the back of the rocking chair. Yep. And so we're both like stuck to yep. this rocking chair. Well, we're here forever now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's comfortable. I think it's comfortable. Me. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, we are totally stuck <laughs> to this. I'm okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you just... You seem a little different since the swamp. That is not the first time someone's mentioned that, which is weird because I don't feel different, but I I guess I I am. I mean it's not not a terrible thing. You're still you. It's just Yeah, but 
It's like part of you is missing. And I don't even, I, I can't even fathom knowing what it's like to even miss it. I don't, I don't know why I would do something like that. Like what? Give something of yourself up? Yeah. Petunia, we were talking to Baba Yaga. She's the haggiest hag that ever hagged. Anything no. you said, everything you said would be warped and twisted by her. Not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm too smart for that. Yeah, I'd like to think that too. Unfortunately, sometimes people don't recognize the power of their words. Venley almost gave up her love. I basically did. So you know. I mean, the moment V and Harold started saying, agreeing with each other, I mean, at first I thought it might have been something they did, did with the hag, but, I, but, and she kind of like tries to peel her arm off of the rocking chair and digs into her bag. Um, and she will pull out and in her palm is a, a ring with different metals on each side, gold and silver, it's half gold and silver. And it looks like there's little copper music notes along the side. I don't know why I got this now, but um, I can only guess. You gave her a memory, I remember. What was it? Was it her coming out of, you gave Baba Yaga a memory of Agnes showing up, right? Wasn't that it? Maybe. She was asking well, for proof of something and you pulled a strand and she was suddenly there consuming it. Do you remember what it was for or from? I All I remember is that you said you could give her proof that Agnes was no longer one of hers. And you pulled that out. I never saw you give anything else. I mean, she, I know she was capable of communicating with us in our minds. Not that I remember, but I, I, I know enough about Baba Yaga to, to make that educated assumption. That would make sense. I just... Well, here's the thing. That ring. You know you bought it for a reason, right? Even though you don't know what the reason is anymore. I mean, I... I can pretty much guess why, but I... I... Seisha, this is so weird. 
I know. But one thing that it may be good to consider, you have that ring for a reason. And it's very clearly, to me, based on what I know about you and Harold's history, it's very clearly meant for him. You felt things for him that made you want to give him a ring. So, I know you don't remember why, but maybe this is a good reason to find out why again. I don't disagree. You guys can start over. You still have a chance, if that's something you want to do. I wouldn't say it's... I, I don't know how to feel without a lot of the context. Um, do you, so I guess there must have been a lot of it now that I'm thinking about it more. Do you want to read about it? Sure. And I pull out my journal and I hand it to her. Every time I saw you two together, it just says 12 babies over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I saw you guys together, I wrote about it. Because the way you look at each other, it's, it's a story that should be told. So you can read that. And you, I'm going to need you to make me a strength check if you're, if you're pulling your... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You are before. Did I have to do that too? (laughs) She can, if she can break it, then uh, she can just hand it to you in your lap. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's a fourteen on the die. It's it's enough to 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 peel your hands (laughs) off of Biblio to reach into your. (sighs) Continue. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Here. Here you go. Can you? Can you? Okay. I'm just gonna drop it. Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Boxer in the face. Got it. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then opens to the exact page that you need it to be open to. Nice. Uh-huh. You wrote about all this? Yeah. I want to make sure the important things are remembered. And every time you read a story about people trying to save the world, they don't talk about the people, just what they did. And I think it's important to know who it was that tried to help people. And you and Harold are such a beautiful story. I mean, you don't You don't have to love him right away. But just know that the opportunity is there, if you want it, to have one of the most beautiful and strong loves I've ever seen. 
If it was as strong as you're indicating here and now, I don't know how I could forgive myself for doing something like this, so I don't understand. <laughs> I doubt you did it intentionally, Petunia. What if I did? So what if you did? So what? We do stupid, stupid things. True. In the course of our lives. Things that haunt us. And keep us from taking chances on the things we want most. And if you choose to try to open this door again, I think you'll find Harold standing on the other side with a bouquet of flowers and a big dopey grin on his face and the most purple pants you have ever seen in your entire life. I haven't forgotten the pants. <laughs> It's always about the pants. It's always been about the pants. She should have given the memory about the pants. <laughs> well, that would have been beneficial to me twice, so, you know. Even if you did, Petunia, you didn't know. I genuinely believe you didn't know what you were giving up. Because I can't see you giving Harold up. But... You have to, you have to accept your fuck-ups and move on and try to find a way to learn from them. And what you have here is an opportunity to learn what an amazing man he is all over again. You get to fall in love with him twice, Petunia if that's what you want. I mean, at some point it was, so, you know, who says it can't be again? I, I, I mean, just... Do you think he's cute? I mean, of course. Okay, well, that's a good enough reason to go out on a date, don't you think? Well, like a blind person would notice cute. He just kind of radiates cute energy, doesn't he? But, I mean, if you want to find out if it's right, that's enough reason to ask someone on a date. <laughs> Maybe ask him to the, the moon festival. Uh, if, you're not, a... if you're not ready, you don't have to, but... I mean, you can read there how happy you both were. I'd like, to ask, to I'd like to ask Ethan, what is Petunia reading? Ooh. God damn. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I can handle it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it probably would read, um, let's start with like, besides the stuff that's obviously in the story, uh, it would probably start with subtle things like us both in the tavern and you asking for a drink and uh 
I trip and fall in such a way that I catch your chair and spin you out of it and you just kind of like land and I'm like, I catch you and the drink just kind of lands beside us and we both just start laughing about the ridiculousness of the situation. Um, oh, right. <laughs> uh, it probably reads uh, times that Harold uh, put up with your boss uh, <laughs> at extreme lengths of time to help put things up. And it's sort of like that scene from that one movie with the rabbit and the fox where he's just like, just, just see it, but he's not like... Uh, and you kind of help him develop a patience that over time... He, he gained. Um, there's probably times on the ship where she's re regaled the playful banter they have back and forth while playing uh, Three Dragon Ante, where you became the master uh, of Three Dragon Ante through your extreme amount of intelligence um, rather than his just like knowledge of the game. Uh, and also, of course, a little bit of luck. Um, and then uh, I would say that there were times where they thought that Seisha couldn't hear the sweet little nothings they gave to each other while they were just sitting together. And if she heard something particularly sweet, she wrote it down. Oh, I heard all of it. <laughs> I, I know you did. You only wrote really sweet stuff. All of it. Okay. There's some sexy stuff, too. <laughs> but yeah, that I think that in all seriousness, it's it's stuff like that, stuff that would make for a really beautiful story. It almost, in my mind, to you, feels impossible that you had that with a guy like Harold. Yeah, knowing that you kept all these stuff that wasn't loving, so you know he's a really nice guy and that he cares about his friends and loves them. But mm -hmm. this all feels very soft for a guy who is like Harold. The more she reads it, uh, you can, I mean, from, from your vantage point, you can see the, the, the softness of her expression. And then like the more and more she reads on, she looks like she's like getting angry. Um, before she's like, why did I do this? I think you got tricked, Petunia. I think you offered something and she twisted it into something else based on how you offered it. But I'll never know if I, if I did or didn't. There's probably a way to find out, but... If I'd written something down for myself, maybe. I think... Wait a minute. Can you pull the memory of her being in your head from your head? I can try. I, I don't know. Maybe... Because you might be able to find out what you gave away, like what, what the wording was, what you gave up. Unless that's part of it, but... I don't know, but it's a way to try. I can try. Um, it is a cantrip, so... I will... Oh, this, is, this is gonna break Ethan's heart. I will attempt to... <laughs> oh my I will, god. If it works, I will attempt to uh, oh. encode thoughts. Oh. 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 <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so you pull out this memory and you're stuck back in that situation where everyone is 
debating heavily on what to give Seisha, cautioning everyone with what words they say. Um, and it all kind of drowns out as you hear Baba's voice in your head. As she goes, Now you, I hear your little voice thinking, but you know, speak out loud. Maybe you'll give something silently. God, that voice. Um, and through this conversation, eventually it gets to the point where you make the deal and it's too muddy to hear your words. It, it almost, it almost like, like scrambles. Mm-hmm. And everything up to that point over. and past that point is clear, but whatever that deal was. It's been obfuscated. It, it's like when Harold tries to say his name. Yep. And it could be, uh, it might be Baba protecting it, or it could be the fact that knowing what you gave Repressed lets it. you know it would break a memory deal. that you gave. Yeah. So mm. therefore, it contradicts itself. Yeah. Well, it's just a Feywild. wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she'll she'll uh, kind of chew on that memory figuratively, as it were, and kind of... I can't tell. I know I made a deal with her. I just don't... Okay, well, that's... That's a step. I guess so. What... What do you want, Petunia? Not what everybody else wants. What do you want in life. Just to be around people that I love and make a life and know what any normal person wants. Okay. Well, You've kind of gotten to reset your life. And now you get to live through it again. Sort of it. And I mean, I do remember, of course, you guys and stuff. Do you, what do you remember of Harold? A lot of, um, a lot of pants jokes. Yeah. Too many. Uh, a lot of music, although there's some of that that's, I have to think really far back to remember the songs he played. Um, how long has it been? Uh, the tavern, Several months. <laughs> yeah, the tavern. Do you have any memories of just you and Harold together? Uh, yeah, they're really old though. I think. So maybe it's the things that made you fall in love with him. It was really far back. <laughs> yeah, I know.
gonna drink my dumb water. Y'all keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what you want. And you have an opportunity here that you can take or not. But I can guarantee you if you take it, you are going to be loved beyond compare. I don't disagree. I don't doubt it. He's just gonna take time from being used to. Yeah. And juxtaposed to this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harold and V. What are you two doing? Uh, I'm sitting with V right next to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is Vinley there with us? Vinley's in the tavern. I don't know if she's right next. Currently, to you. it looks like I'm talking to your dad because that's something I need to do. Okay, okay. Then I will sit with V, and uh, he once Sasha is gone and Vinley is preoccupied and Petunia's gone, Carol just kind of melts into like the actual state he's in, and just looks distraught. Do you want a hug? Yeah, of course, yes. Okay. All the, hugs, all the V hugs, please. Okay, V gives you a big hug. Do you want a hug? It's a bad hug, by the way. Dexterity's <laughs> bad. Uh, well, okay, all right. Well, okay, that's okay, maybe you have to teach me how to read you hugs because I didn't realize um, how much dexterity is involved in intimacy, so. Um, it's <laughs> okay. You'll, she slaps him by accident. You'll make up with it. You'll make up for it with athletics. I'm sure. It's all strength. Okay. It's all yeah. strength. Oh, I can pick you up. I can pick you up. Uh, uh, around. <laughs> okay. All right. V, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're. And she gives fine. you a pat on the back. Oh God. All right. How about I get you a drink? How about I do that? No. 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 Don't. Don't leave V. Oh no no no. I'm. Oh, that's okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, how about I ask someone to get you a drink? I feel like you need a hug too. Yeah. How? Okay. Um, I'll keep my arms out like this. <laughs> and he will give you a gentle hug. But I am t posing. Yeah. <laughs> the dominance. The I will. Dominant, uh, the dominance as you hug. <laughs> and I'll hug you, and I will lean back and just kind of like wipe my eyes and just kind of. I, uh, when I initially got us into all this trouble and was like we should like sneak out and do stuff, I never thought we'd um, be in the position we are in now, saving the world and uh, losing things left and right. I feel like I really owe you an apology. No, don't. I mean, okay, let's theorize alternate parallel universe. Um... If it wasn't us, it was going to be somebody else, and we would be in, um, I don't know, like, where, where do you think you would be if I hadn't run away? Because I know I would be stuck, you know, probably working for, uh, doing what my brother did, you know, like, working, doing incredibly evil things, not even knowing they were incredibly evil things. The city still would have gone to ruin, and... You know, Voss still would have been here, and he would have Vast just without our influence. 
and probably holding him back, let's be real. <laughs> we probably helped. We, we probably gave the city a few more months uh, of time. You're and right. um, and we would have seen none of it coming and been even more ill-prepared and just had to deal with the rubble of ruin. Um, except that like I might even be partly blamed for it because of the situation of my family and not even knowing what was going on. And being lied to, and then and then you you would have, uh, I mean, with the rose, I'd just be dead. So, if you look at it that way, we're better off where we are now. As much as I hard just, as that is to hear and know. There's two people in my life. Well, there's all of the people in my life I can't do without, obviously. All the people in our crew, but there's two people in my life specific that have extra meaning to me, and of course one of them is Petunia. But the other one's you. You've been best friends basically from the moment we met each other. And I wasn't always great when we first met. I stole some silverware. <laughs> And there was a lot of times where I thought, well, this is it. We're both dead. And I just said to myself, well, you know, if we die, at least we died together. And, uh, and after what's happened now, I think there's things out there so much worse than death. And I just want you to know... Um, even through those things, I'm glad you're here, and you're still my best friend, and I love you a lot, V. You're my best friend, too. Um, I don't think I would have been able to do any, gotten through anything that we have gotten through without your, you know, friendship and support. Um, I mean, I, I, let's be real, I wouldn't be part of this group if it wasn't for you. You know, if I was on my own and ran into, you know, Vasisha and Vinley, I don't think it would have clicked as well without you gluing us together. <laughs> you, you kept me strong through so much. I saw you go from someone who had never thrown a punch before to the most dangerous con who's ever lived. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, V. I'm glad you're here. I'm just, I'm just so glad you're here. Yeah, it's really overwhelming being back, honestly. Um, and now that we've had a time to just sit, I just feel so overwhelmed with so many emotions that I don't even know what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling at any given moment. I have to like process it, which I'm not great at. <laughs> um, I'm not great at it either. I definitely have this issue where I just feel things and then I just don't really know why. <laughs> I think sometimes it's hard to be honest about why we feel things. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes when you dig deeper and you let it out, it becomes more apparent. I, I, know it's, I know it's really hard right now, but it's important that you know that you haven't lost her. Things are just... The dynamics shifted is all. And it's important you know that despite everything you lost, 
you're never going to be alone. And I will help you through anything. And I know probably one day Waterdeep isn't going to be a place you'll want to be anymore. And hopefully by then I've learned some kind of way to travel vast distances by myself so that I can still see you. But first, despite everything that's happening, we still have to save the world. Again. Again. And I think it's so important for you to know that I, there's nobody I want more by my side saving the world than you. It's because I'm strong. It's because you're my best friend. <laughs> and I feel like I almost lost one of my best friends today. And, uh, I know. But really, realistically speaking, let's be honest with ourselves, all of our friends are our best friends. But <laughs> there's just something... It's, it's hard to categorize... But right, I don't like to have a best friend because they're all. And then equally... the others get upset, and then they're like, "What about me?" Right, and exactly. Then, yeah. And that's the difficult. But and he's gonna take your hand and he's gonna give it a squeeze and be like, "But it's important you realize how important you are, not just to the team, but to each of us individually." And I know everything in Evermeet was way outside of our scope. Being back in Waterdeep, it reminds me this is where we started everything. Yeah. I'm glad we got caught in that casino. <laughs> yeah. Um. I hope you're... I, I, I know things are really hard to process right now um, with everything going on with Petunia. And I know it's not something you really want to talk about, but you might need to. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to force you to talk about it or anything or anything like that. But I will say, like, it's just maybe it's just kind of like amnesia, you know, it's not like the emotions were stolen. I think it's more just the memory that they were there and um you know I, I i've heard stories of people from amnesia like you know recovering by not ever remembering but like you, you know you know it, it's it's like it's like this this oh my god there's this these those books i read when i was like 12 where it was like oh my gosh, the guy's wife, it was like those romance books where like the guy's wife gets amnesia and then it's like, they fall back in love and that's like the whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, this could be the beginning of one of those like books where it's like really cute and romantic and you could be even stronger by the end of it. You know what I mean? You really think so? I think so. Those books were really cute. And I definitely feel like you, gosh, I wish I could remember what they're called. It was like Time Warp spouse <laughs> <laughs> good night everybody because <laughs> 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 you are a gym uh, he um, won't but, but I, th I think maybe uh, instead of jumping to um, you could just take a few steps back you know and um, try asking her out on a date and taking it slow 
and you know and maybe it'll be even more exciting to watch her fall in love with you a second time oh i there are so many times i almost screwed it up the first time i i don't believe that Well, I appreciate that. Just don't come on too strong too quickly. No, Cause, no. Because no, because you kind of, you know, I, I realize, I, I realize now we kind of freaked her out earlier. I didn't mean to. I just didn't understand. No, I think we both were so shocked. I was just scared that maybe she gave up her ability to love anybody at all, and that's why I had to ask if she loves anyone at all. No, that was the right question. I just. It, it, And because um, I don't, I don't know how all this magic hag stuff works. It's scary. Uh, magic has always been kind of uh, scary to me, honestly, because it's just not something that seems like it's scary to a lot of people. Really came to me. Now that I'm learning more about it, and I have like my own abilities, like they still scare me. I don't like using. I should use them more often. I don't always like it, but. Um, Magic is a double-edged sword, just like those guns out front. I know. They can save lives or end them. They can change people for better or worse. They can provide safety. And they can spread fear. And, you know, yeah. this is just one of those times where Magic did something really, really bad. And uh, I'm going to take your advice. If it worked for the time warp spouse, let's do the time warp again. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, can you scooch over? I need to take a step to the left. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's a little scoot to the right here. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to... Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I love you. At that, at that point, <laughs> we'll... Uh, we'll you know, uh, step to the right to Vinley. <laughs> You're speaking with Harold's father. Yeah, I think at some point after Daclan, that Daclan inter, uh, interaction, uh, Vinley kind of excuses herself for a moment because she realizes that there's something that she hasn't asked. And she goes up to uh, Harold's father in mm -hmm. Elvish and says, Excuse me. Forgive me. I feel like I've never asked or I just don't remember the answer. Where are you from? Originally? Originally. Mr. North, and then quickly move to Cormenthir. Well, um, I don't know if this would interest you, but it probably will. I, I don't know if Harold told you or how much you know, but we just got back from um, Evermeet. And I feel as though if one son has seen 
their heritage, eventually the others should follow as well. And perhaps you could show your wife the island as well. I've never stepped foot on it. Hmm. I can't say that our lifestyle. <laughs> I thought it was my lifestyle for a very long time, and then I thought it was very much not my lifestyle for a very long time. So I think I, I understand. It's, it's an incredible place, I'm sure you know, but I just, I, there's, I, I, I feel like every elf should be able to see it at least once, no matter how elf they are. I agree. I've read stories and I have bullshitted many, many a person that I was from ever meet, but... You probably could have fooled me. But I would like to see it, especially now that we are devoted to Alabama. You know, I almost forgot. <laughs> But that's wonderful news. Um, obviously, it probably won't be for a while, but... Yeah, into the world, I Right, right, right. Small things that happen every month to ourselves, but... Once we get past this, I will make sure that you get there safely. Go talk to them. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> and, she bows and is like, I was there for too long. <laughs> and just walks away. I guarantee you that my dad thinks you are bullshitting the fuck out of him right now. <laughs> there is zero chance he believed a word of that. Not a, not a one. Yeah. <laughs> um, my son. Mean, yes, I, I too have used that. Oh, she does excuse herself by saying, oh, um, pardon me. It looks like Harold's being T-posed on. <laughs> uh, and uh, I was as as stop making excuses and go talk to the alchemist. Vinley can't cast Misty Step again, but with one last look, I think with Davil as she's see Davil has en ended his song and is kind of looking out over the crowd, kind of perplexed. Oh, I made him sing it at the yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I've never heard you sing before. Gone. I guess I never will. And he starts making his way towards V and Harold, and but his eyes catch yours. Kind of looks around, mouths the word Sasha. Vinley just kind of shrugs and points upstairs potentially. And then goes, and then makes a hand gesture to indicate the smallest one, uh -huh. because she doesn't know what a petunia flower looks like, which is bad, <laughs> considering the person I'm dating. <laughs> so many reasons. Yeah. Uh, and she like looks towards the door in an implied notion of, I can't wait anymore. You're he, welcome. He nods. Okay. With a like, go ahead. And. I was going to do something cute, but Vinley would just leave. <laughs> She'd be like, <laughs> and just leave. 
Uh, and as Devil comes up to Harold and V, the first thing he does say is, so she requests a song and then immediately leaves. I know my voice is not that bad. Look, you got ten gold, all right? <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just confused. very easily distracted. Yeah. I can tell you how many times. She'll make a request, and the next thing I know, she's off in the captain's quarters. It's... Uh, but we will cut to Vinley making your way across the street. Uh, and what you see is in the, where the the mists of your, or the, the haze of your uh, myth, mythal. <laughs> Protective ends. barrier. Uh, there is almost like this unspoken space at every entrance and exit that everybody just gives... At a, a wide berth. A wide berth, too, just in case anything wanders through. Um, and you look up and you see uh, all of uh, the people Harold decided to just watch over your tavern. Are, their eyes are glued to those areas. Yep. She waves at them like, Hi, I've met you twice. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, uh, as you're walking past and out, you see all of the shops still there. The Bent Nail. Um... Steam and steel, steel uh, trinkets and trunkets, uh, the worm, bookworm, oh, bookworm's yep. treasure. I, I will say that Vincent Trench's door, his building is dark. Okay. Yep. It's always dark in there, dark and smoky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think she has this weird, like, out of body moment for a second, hearkening back to uh, when we were in the caverns in the mountain and it was showing us where we wanted to be, and hers was Troll Skull Alley. And she stands there because now it this feels like the illusion versus everything else. Mm-hmm. It's like giving her that weird ick of deja vu. Uh, however, there is a new shop. It's not really shown very well, but in a little crevice in between uh, Corellin's crown and one of the townhomes, there's just a little shadowy half back alleyway. Can you point it out on the map, please? <laughs> uh, so kind of where this little crook is, yes. like yeah. in, in between there, doesn't it fully go back in, like it doesn't lead to this back road. Yeah. But there's there's a shadowy little spot right there that looks like it has some things hanging around that's new and different. <gasps> Vinley fights the urge to go down there right now <laughs> and is she'll knock knock mm-hmm. okay. or um. ring the, the bell <laughs> even yeah. if it says closed okay or open um um <clears throat> as you knock, you can see movement out of the corner of your eye as you look up. And resting, bow out, arrow n- notched but not pulled back, ever ever vigilant and watching is Zaraj. But there's something different that you notice as he looks down at you. You notice that the left side of his face basically from this eye back is just a mangled mass of scar tissue and this eye is no longer there. 
I think Vinley fights the urge to give a like a gasp or an auditory response to seeing him, both out of fascination and just shock. And she smiles and is like, "Hello." Um, and you, know, you look up and kind of for a second get startled and look back. When you look back, you don't see him again. Oh. You always make me feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> and standing before you oh. is Fala as they open the door and say, It's open. And I'm standing in front of you. And I'm crying. And she hugs them as she begins to cry a little less wildly <laughs> than she did with Davil, just simply because we've been here for a minute. And she pulls away. Um, I did it. I did it all. You did? Come inside. She hurries, scuttles in. Closes. Changes the sign to closed. Locks the door. I would like to kiss you. <laughs> As she kisses them. <laughs> and it is reciprocated. It's a very long, I think, kiss. Yeah. I would say not one that's speaks. like passionate, mm. but one that's like... Warm and inviting. And like longing and something of like, I miss you. The closest to a conversation physical touch can be for Vinley. This is it. <laughs> and she finally just pulls away for need of air. I brought you um, so many things. Well, the first thing you brought is yourself. So it is a welcome gift. Don't bow to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's fully halfway into an elvish vow and she's like, I I have been trying to become someone of of my word, I suppose people would say, after things. So um, I would have been very remiss if I did not allow myself to keep my word to both of you to return. So simply out of... You've returned. Why do you sound so heartbroken? You kept your word. To you all. Is there someone that you've broken your word to? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I mean, they're the. No, I. It just. There's. I was fine when we were traveling. See a concerned look creep across their face? We met someone, hypothetically, on the trip. Okay. And hypothetically... Well, you're... We're polyamorous already it's okay if you found someone else you want to bring into this relationship that is good to know for future reference because <laughs> the king of evermeet seemed very interested in me i'm just going to put that out there for you, hopefully 
Oh, really? Yes, I did save his life and the entire kingdom. Well, now it's a kingdom, but the entire uh, race of elves, I suppose you could say, is it's just a small thing that I did while away. You're lovable without having people feel like they owe you something in gratitude. She shrinks a little bit, not out of like trepidation, but out of, oh yeah, you're right. I need to stop doing that. I, this person I met, hypothetically, is very powerful. And she wished for gifts. So, I gave her a gift, but I don't remember what it was, hypothetically. Okay. I'm still walking around in fog in this conversation, hypothetically. Of course. Um, more so, like, metaphorically. Uh, but is, is there something I should be concerned about? I, I have no idea who this person is or what gift you gave. If you need someone to talk to, I'm always here. If it is something I need to be concerned about, you can just tell me. No, it's just, Ever since having that conversation with this person, um... Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um, there's... From the fall of Waterdeep, there's few people I remember the faces of. There were too many doing whatever they were doing quickly. But I can't help focusing on this one image I have in my head. I don't know what it means, I don't know who this person is, but it was like a spotlight was shining on them when I looked down on them from the Blackstaff Tower and I don't like it. But it's probably nothing. Because if it was someone from the Blackstaff Fall, I would know who it is. I was there for most of my time here, but... Maybe you can ask her herself. The black stuff. I was so focused on you too. I'm not going to ask you about work right now. <laughs> They're not here. Okay, thank you so much. I love you. And I love you. I'm sorry I'm a little frazzled and this isn't quite the reunion. It gives you a hug. <laughs> I'm just so scared all the time, Father. I, everyone thinks I'm so strong. You can feel a weight shift in their form. And you can, with your insight, you can tell that this is something that they fully understand. Um, and still tries to be strong for you in this moment because you can tell they don't have the answer. 
you're facing unprecedented times with unsurmountable problems, but they say, there was a time you talked to me about wanting to run away. When you felt scared, how strong you are to still be here. I think she devolves into sobs as that acceptance and realization washes over her. And she says through her sobs, kind of laughing, <laughs> the worst part is I didn't even tell my sister I could do a myth so <laughs> That's awesome. Also, that's going great. She's great. She's great. I'm glad you are able to make amends. You're going to love her. We'll see. Oh, yes. <laughs> She'll still have to prove herself. You know, I have to say, I really like this side of you. I'm glad you're back. I am too. She gives <laughs> them another hug. <laughs> and then begins to pull a mushroom out. Oh, oh, yes. Um. And then there's that sinking feeling. We did lose a couple's people's minds. Um, do, do but this that? this will uh, this will I'll be able to make more potions and we can save more people it's not just that one you have more <laughs> she begins <laughs> taking them all out yeah uh, I have marked down seven okay I one of them is a very pitiful little <laughs> branch sticking <laughs> out of a thing of earth <laughs> <laughs> oh beautiful um, I have each uh, zombie carry one oh. out ceremoniously to them. Oh, right. Mm. Did you forget about the? No, no, no. There's a just, lot more. No, I, it's I understand your magics. Um, there's one that patrols the outskirts of the Mythal with his. Most people have wardened off the North Ward as overtaken by the undead. So close to the city of the dead, you know? Absolutely. I hadn't. This, this is a uh, cone of, a, a bubble of silence. <laughs> Always. I'm Truthfully, I have not thought about Aiden Ozul since I left. <laughs> I can tell you he's thought about you. Not in that way, but... You, whatever you said He's to him. He's much too old for me. <laughs> Thinks about those words in, in what actual age you are. <laughs> Smiles and laughs. Something you said before you left seemed to have an impact on him. Oh dear. It doesn't usually mean a great thing, so I'm glad he's still here. Yeah, I think he had to look at some actions or something that he had done. You made him think about things differently. I believe that's his business. I, did I not don't cry. want to speak upon it. <laughs> but, um, thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate and you as well. 
and all of your friends. They're welcome here anytime. So about that, um, there's a situation that's growing traction between... Remember this hypothetical person that I may or may not have met while in the Feywild? Uh, that last part's new, but yes, mm -hmm. hypothetically, this person you met in the Feywild. So, this isn't my business to tell, but tread lightly around the topic of discussion of Harold uh, uh, <laughs> and Petunia's relationship. Oh no, did something happen? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they were literally fine one second. We walked out of this alleged person's yard. Everyone was real quiet, so it may have been crossing. No, I know it was this part. I'm going to tell you who this person is. Okay. And I need you. I cannot stress this enough. Only tell Davil. Yes. But also, I understand it was a last-ditch effort. I'm going to say the name. I'm going to write the name. And then we're going to read this, and you're not going to be upset. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the note, looks at you. What a perfect way to make people very upset. I know, right? <laughs> hey, kind of I like, got a 10 in charisma. We're working uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like... Mom, I broke something, but you can't be mad. No, no. I'll tell you what it is, you can't be mad. Mom, <laughs> have the police called yet? Yeah. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> that Don't me. be mad. Uh... <laughs> Holds it in their hand and looks at you and goes, I can't promise I won't be mad. That's okay. <laughs> I understand. I can promise that I will try to be understanding. <laughs> and opens it, cocks their head. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Closes it, opens it again. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Take it in. No. Take yeah, and several, well, I killed one of her daughters, the one that did a lot of the destruction. You know, you know, a lot of these beings have the ability to, like, create illusions or uh, deceptions. This is probably just one, you know, parading around, right? Well, the um, entire motivation for going to the Feywild was that person. Mm -hmm. We went there mm -hmm. on purpose mm -hmm. in the swamp with the chicken legs. Also, chicken legs are kind of gone. They're dead. They're on tree trunks now. Or Hypothetically. Hypo obviously, <laughs> this is a hypothetical world because the, the actions of me in another world are muddy at best. Swampy. Swampy at best. You're right. I'm not... Dude. You had to bring in the S word. <laughs> I'm not mad. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you had your reason. What did you... Did you give up anything? Did you give... I don't think so. Okay. Well, we... No, you're right. You're right. I gave her a spell. Oh. 
I that's not that bad, right? It's not very powerful. What spell <laughs> did you give up? Do I remember which spell I gave up? No. You know it was one of the lost magics. Okay. Well, there was a spell from a place. Most spells come from somewhere. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what it, the specifics. If it was just a spell, I'm sure it's fine. And I'm dealing sure. with these beings is very dangerous, as I'm sure you are aware. I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. I thought I was going to die so many times. Opens up the note again. You know, <laughs> you know, it wasn't even her. It, I wasn't even, actually, I wasn't even scared when I was with her. And you say you're not strong. What? <laughs> you heard me. Rhea did not. <laughs> you say you're not strong. Oh. Well, yeah, that's different. That was just walking and letting other people talk. This is different. <laughs> the child asked me for scary spells. <laughs> Which child? <laughs> and why are you teaching children's necromancy? <laughs> well. Unless it's healing. Then yeah, it's... teach them everything. I don't know why I was about to lie. I was about to say yes, it was healing, but it wasn't. And he just you, asked for it. I didn't think I was going to give you him. You can make your own decisions. He's very talented. It's Declan. Keep an eye on him. Uh, okay, cool. Sounds great. Just like if you see a <laughs> just fire. tell her tell her mother, not me. I'm not. His, oh, sorry. His, yeah, his mother. Thank you, Sage. Sage. <laughs> I was thinking of there's there's Kara, Kara has two. Yeah, to the two children. They're both rambunctious and mischievous. Well, you didn't hear. Now there's me. another one who's working over at Zilpips. Oh, that one's a fun one. And there's uh, twins of that one. Very mischievous. Anyways, this is I. I hear you. Mm. I understand you. Um, thank you for telling me this and being truthful. Uh, the Daklin thing, not to say, not... I'm not going to give him a scary one. Tell his mother it's not really my job to take care of her children. I will keep an eye out for the alley. You're so valid. Yeah. That was way out of line. Here's this. Okay. And it's a <laughs> giant blossom of the midnight blue flower that glows during okay. the nighttime. And Vinley will actually turn on her Twilight Sanctuary so that it lights up. It's beautiful. I brought a few back in case you wanted to maybe plant them. Yeah, that would be wonderful. We could make our own tree here. What tree? She sits back in her chair, enjoying this confidence that Paula is pulling out of her. And she kind of gives her best approximation of Harold's posture in a chair. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you know, just a tree of souls or something like that on Evermeet. It was getting poisoned, so I felt it my duty to go help it with my sister. Well, against my sister at first, and then with my sister. <laughs> 
Sorry. There's so much we need to catch up on. Um, That's incredible. I'll take these. But speaking of catching up, I think it'd be wise for your group to talk to Daffle. Much has changed in the city. Yeah, I know a couple of us wanted to talk to him. I don't know. I just... I kind of want to give us a night. At least an afternoon. In this bubble that we've made ourselves to pretend it's just a normal street there. If that's what you wish. But it's not just your decision. Right. You should have come with us. <laughs> it would have been so helpful. I didn't know how to talk to yeah. anyone while we were out there. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so good with words. Honestly, kind of better with devil. Like, than the words. Words of wisdom versus words of charisma. Thank you, customer. <laughs> you look over and look. There's, a, there's a, like a, a plant, like, yeah. of course. No. <laughs> you have talking plants, too. Like, Can I leave or... Uh, uh, yeah, that is actually... Um, Mama Uwe did something to one of uh, the the fertilizers. And oh. Ooh. It, ooh, yeah. Still getting used to that one. It's fine. I'll leave. <laughs> Oh! Here, I'll give him a friend. And I pull out the little dancing flower that's dead. <laughs> oh, the, the, the ballerina oh flower? God. Yeah, and I kind of just be like, here you go. And I stick it back in the ground, expecting it to stand back up. How long does it take, Father? <laughs> I'll, I'll do what I can. But uh, I will meet with you later tonight. Okay. Okay. I love you. I love you too. And she kisses, initiates the kiss again. Yeah, they kiss. It's a little while again. It's not a peck. Don't blame me right now. I spent over a hundred years repressed. I'm going to get my (laughs) smooches in. (laughs) Uh, Eventually you leave. They reopen the the storefront. Um, Actually, it'll stay closed for a second. uh, But eventually we'll reopen. I've obviously, before I leave, file the boys back into the hole because you know a parade of undead maybe aren't necessarily the greatest thing to have right now um are there undead attacking the city yeah there were there were when you left okay i couldn't remember if undead were part of the problem undead from mercury yeah i was about to say during their problem yeah Got, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aberrations? Okay. Oh, no, the aberrations. Yeah, I am. Blood monsters from both. They were blood monsters. You were undead. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I knew uh, that. I watched everyone get turned into undead. But, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, whether you come down or stay up. I think, I think after a little while, we pry ourselves loose mm-hmm. and go back downstairs. Okay. Got it. And I um, come back to the Everybody town. meeting up. Devil looks at you and goes, So, did you enjoy the song? Just like say yes. Yeah. <laughs> roll, roll that She's <laughs> <laughs> just so new to lying, too. She's pretty good at it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. is. Maybe she's good at it because people don't expect it. 
That's true. Um, this is gonna be fun. Okay. He's, okay. He's, he's, he's gonna roll with advantage because he knows the truth. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Okay, that's good. It really wanted to be that. Uh, okay. No, it's, oh, it's there. The, yeah. No, okay. It, oh, we're right, we're right. So, what is your total? 31. 31. You see him really just get confused and look towards Vinley and then also look towards Harold and uh, V and to Petunia being like, I'm, I know what I saw. Like, that's the feeling you get. Like, I, I know I'm not. She's got really good ears, bro. I was about to say, Vinley just points to her ears. <laughs> I hear everything. Oh. Apparently. Oh, oh, oh. And with that, he... <laughs> she, <laughs> say she just looks at Petunia like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, well, I, uh, <clears throat> I guess, yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Very good. All pleasantries aside, though, I think it's time we talked. Yeah. If you're willing to have that conversation, I know you just got back. Just real quick, could I borrow you for one moment on the porch? Sure. Cool, cool, cool. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Uh, before right. we go to that, is there anything anybody else is doing? Uh, I'm just going to lift a finger and be like, just real quick, and I'm just going to check and see if Vincent Trench is at his place. Just Okay. You knock. There's no answer. Uh... I'll take out a little notebook. Jesus Christ, ridiculous. I'm going to write a note back in town, cool cat, and uh, oh. sign it Harold, and just fold it up and slide it under the door and walk back into the house. All right. Okay. Walk back into the tavern, rather. Yep. I'm disappearing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, bye. <laughs> v, are you doing anything? Oh, gosh. Um... I think V is going to uh, contact uh, her mom and her brother. Okay. They are in the Star Mounds right now, right? They are. Or that are is correct. Okay. Yeah. I want to contact them whichever way is best. Um, we got rocks. We got rocks. Right? Yeah. You, you do have yeah, we got rocks. Some rocks. We got some talking rocks. Sending stones. That's the word. I like the talking rocks. Talking rocks. I like talking rocks. Time warp spouse. V forgot the name and was like, yeah, the, the rock. Uh, and <laughs> the fanatic stones. And uh, she um, lets them know that they are in water deep. And um, wow, I don't know if you guys heard my cat just scream. <laughs> he no. was like, me too. Tell him I say hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was Aura yeah. in the kitchen. And... Um, uh, she just kind of wants to let them know that, like, she's back in water deep. Things are still kind of weird there. Um, like a little update, I guess. Uh, she's not used to keeping them updated, so it's kind of a, it's like a think of like a clumsy voicemail. You leave your mom <laughs> is pretty much what it said. Where it's just sort of like things are good. We're alive. Uh, did some crazy hag stuff in the Feywild, but we're cool now. Uh, well, not all of us completely, but we're all we're all intact, and it's like, and the message is like partially alarming, partially like, oh, we're good. Uh, just trying to like be mindful, I guess that like they probably want an update from her. 
Okay, and if I remember correctly, they were sequestered away to the high mountains before the fall of Waterdeep. Yes. yes. Yeah. So they oh, oh no, so they don't no, know. Be- so because, they don't know about the fall of Waterdeep. No, because because you knew you all knew something was happening about to happen on God's day, and so you evacuated them to the Star Mounts yeah. prior to the fall. Yeah. Afraid okay, they got yeah. I'd be like, the city fell, but we're back. It's um, a little weird. Our <laughs> guild name is being used as basically like a gang name, which is wild. Um, <laughs> but uh, hopefully no one attacks us. Hope the star mounts are cool, mm-hmm. chill, nice. Hope they're nice. <laughs> she says the end. <laughs> the, the end. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Yep. So that happens. And then uh, we're at the tavern. So, wait, are we at the tavern? No. Yeah, we're at the tavern. Oh, we are. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. She's going to go check on um, Bob. You you gave Bob to your brother. Oh, I forgot. Yep, you did. I thought I thought I, thought I just gave uh, the scarf, but you're right. I gave Bob. Oh, I also asked, how was Bob? <laughs> But I go back to my room and I feel kind of sad that I don't have the scarf and the and the and Bob, Scruffy and Bob yeah. feels feels a little vacant. You see, like <laughs> Gavel talking to you mm-hmm. on the porch. No, who's on Takes the porch? Takes a nap. Oh no, oh, she's on yeah. the porch. Yeah, Vinley on the porch. V walks out, goes around to the. I guess we're uh, ready for that conversation. It'll be easy to. Get everyone back together. I promise we okay. do this a lot. And you wanted to talk about something. Yes, I just wanted to fill you in on a couple things. Goodbye, Harold. Have a nice time at Vincent Church. I just wanted to fill you in on a couple <laughs> things. Is this is very pertinent to the conversation we are about to have before you? Why can't you we have it all to together? Hmm. Because there are things that are still processing and being figured out. Harold and Petunia are like not okay right now. Okay, so just tread carefully with the relationship. I'm saying all of this in Elvish, even though I know everyone knows Elvish. So she's <laughs> leaning in. And, like, Vinley doesn't notice it, I don't think, but she's standing in front of a window on the porch. Are you, are you letting me know this as, like, to take it? No, not to take like, Why would my first thought be to take advantage of it? Well, I don't... You and Harold, there was, like, We're this weird, like, hate later. enemies to lovers kind of relationship. I mean, that's kind of, like, what we Whoa. were... <laughs> Look, I'm just saying what I saw. So wait, you're in front of a window? Yeah. <laughs> Can I be reading lips? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Awesome! Yeah. <laughs> so you should just kind of sit in there like this. I, he's a handsome man. No, I'm not no. saying no. <laughs> no, 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 ew. No. Before he comes back, I just wanted to let you know that um, something happened that we are not too sure about, and it's left. Got it. Don't bring it kind of icy. It's a little raw right now. Very. Okay. That cool. word. Cool. And also there was one last thing. And she grabs him and kisses him. <laughs> For uh, like and an, it's like a little surprise yeah. at first with like you being the one that's the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, after <laughs> yeah. the initiation, it's like, <laughs> like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got the dynamic with yeah. Paula and Devil. <laughs> uh, uh, and then once the kiss is uh, done, uh, Harold's walking past and goes, hey, Harold. And it winks. <laughs> wait, is he, wait, did he say that? Hey, Harold? Yeah. Harold? Um, uh, Vincent hasn't been back since the fall. Oh. I don't. Interesting. 
I don't know if he's out and about or if he was lost. So I'm sorry. What about Karnan? We need to talk. Oh. I'll grab V. She closes her eyes. Oh, we can, uh, if she's making her way to oh, upstairs. We can... You are so smart. Petunia, for no reason whatsoever, I think we need to go upstairs now. Okay. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. Steps up the stairs. Oh, look, there are. Look at that. Everyone really understands. Catches her, but then awkwardly kind of just stands her back up and looks like he does not know what to say or do about it. But it, it's obvious he knew it was going to happen. He just. <clears throat> oh. Sorry about that. Thank you. Yep. Devil I raised my you. eyebrows at Devil. <laughs> Devil's like, oh, <laughs> awkward, <laughs> awkward. Got it. <laughs> He's just like awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also got you this. She hands him a crown that she has mended and cleaned from the person she took it from. Oh! Is it uh, Keldor's? Yes. <laughs> oh, that, yes. That is amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you boop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Puts it on. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, <clears throat> this... Why do I need it? You know what? I'm not going to ask why I need it. I love it. <laughs> I figured it was fitting. I've already made one king in my lifetime. Why not two? Yeah, the lot of deep characters are amazing. We need to talk. Okay. <laughs> and I... You all make your uh, way upstairs. And sit in the Baby. commons room. Do you think you could do something a little bigger He's so a that now. a couple of us can sit on you? I'm going to stand. <laughs> I do too. I, I don't think I'll be able to get up this time. Okay. And I like snuggle into the seat <laughs> and just kind of snuggle in. Oof, you're right. I need to let these puppies air out. She puts the portable <laughs> hole. Puts the portable hole out and eight, no, seven skeletons come out and just kind of sit around the room casually. Yep. Just... <laughs> just, just <Yeah>. random <laughs> poses. <laughs> Fly they casual. All like they're posing for their high school. They're all voting. <laughs> Two of them are like standing there in the prom photo pose. <laughs> That's yeah. Trisha and Michael. <laughs> Sorry. And once everyone is settled, Dabble sits kind of leaned up against something that's not really a chair. Um, and a look of stoic concern and seriousness comes over his face. We need to talk about Voss. And that is where we're going to take our break. <sighs> what do we have to talk about with fine decorations to hold flowers and lobsters? <laughs> God. Uh, oh, amazing. Okay. Uh, sure, we'll it's see fine. you soon. Stay tuned in the intermission as we yeah. have a peek. A sneak peek at the Velvet Lodge. You'll see why I look so scruffy. <laughs> All right. See you soon. Oh, no, no, no. Don't believe what you've heard. Actually, these are friends. They're my employees. And they have this funny little name for us. It's just so cute. The Best Friends Guild. And uh, don't mind them. As I was saying. And we're back. Hey. 
the group made it back to Waterdeep, specifically Trollskull Alley. And, uh, and a lot of catch up. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. A lot of laughs, a lot of tears. <laughs> a lot of private conversations. Twelve babies. But now it's not private anymore as they all gather to talk devil about... Uh, My boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, Devil's your boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the timing on you. that was a little weird. Right. You, 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 I heard Davil and then coughed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got with Davil to talk about, and you said, my boyfriend. But yeah. Your boyfriend. <laughs> We're going to talk about Davil. It's their yeah. old friend, Voss. <clears throat> oh, well, kind of. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. Uh, so, <clears throat> getting back into it, um, seeing your reactions some of like oh i haven't thought about this man in a while and the others are afraid of what truths may be told in the upcoming moments and he says <clears throat> devil can i do something it's your house you can do whatever you wish i want to cast a spell i would love to cast a spell as well i uh consent cool what are you going to do? I cast Zone of Truth. Oh, okay. perfect. Mine's going to take a little bit longer. <laughs> she puts the four <laughs> wands in the corners of the room yeah. and then invokes the private sanctum. Anybody resisting Zone of Truth? No. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What do I roll? Oh, I should look up what the Did you is. say out loud what you're casting? No. Okay. Go up to the top. Uh-huh. It's a, uh, oh, it's only a 16 charisma, so I don't think Harold can fail it. <laughs> Bitch, he said he consented. I did not fail it. Okay. Did it, but I, did I it guess take on the flip side of that. It took, effect. It, okay. it took effect on him first. I, I will say that he doesn't know you're casting it. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, he, she said, I'd like to cast a spell, but she didn't say what the spell was. Yeah, but if you're asking what does it, what to cast, I'm gonna flip a coin, and if it's a uh, high, well, no, high would be good. High would be he trusts you. Low would be he knows what's going on. Let me go ahead. He knows what's going on. Okay. He resists it. Does it take effect on you? Nope. Got it. <clears throat> uh, is everything done? Absolutely not. It's going to take about 10 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes goes by. Oh, Thank I you. thought you meant in general. <laughs> <laughs> she says in the zone of truth. And uh, how long does zone? Zone lasts 10 minutes, so I cast it again. It's okay. You can, knowing yeah, what. Yeah. You can cast it. You can work it when, together. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. At okay. the end of the <clears throat> Okay. Keep everything the we same. We love then. coordinating combos. So, yeah, we're really good at that. How did you enter the city? North Gate. Or no, not the North That's Gate. That's right. You, I sent the... Through the field ward. The field ward, yeah. To find you up there. Yeah, at gunpoint. That's, um... <laughs> uh, he thinks back and goes, it's sad that we didn't finish building the sewers before the city fell, otherwise you could have gotten into the sewers from the field ward. But... Yeah. Looks like a lot of other things were happening thing is is that despite the sewers not really being finished and he thinks pauses for a second or perhaps they are and we don't have their traversings through the ground 
Did you notice the smoke in the field ward? I don't remember. Did I notice smoke in the field ward? Uh, Your passive perception would have noticed, but you are unsure if it's anything more than just more people burning uh, fires and stuff like that. I mean, there was smoke, but it wasn't... It's cold. I I couldn't tell why. Well, um... No, blacksmiths. Hmm. Gunsmiths. Have you noticed... Uh, there are a few more people in Troskal Alley, but not all of the city is obviously here. Yeah. I would hope not. There's four places in the city that they can be. Here. The Field Ward. The Sea Ward. Well, hold on. We'll just say the city proper as it's Manchun City. And then below Yawning Portal. That's where a majority of them made it. There was a insurgents team I that can't. was tasked to <clears throat> clear out a path towards the Yawning Portal and clear out the first layer of the Mad Mage. I was, oh. I was assuming God. that they... Yeah, Undermountain. Undermountain, yeah. I was assuming they didn't take them deep. That's... <clears throat> no. How um, are they... How are they doing? How's... Well, that's where... Okay. Laurel and Vajra are. That makes sense. Yeah, they're leading Warwoods. Those that were not assimilated either by Manchun's men or by Voss's uh, have a rebellion against Manchun. Growing in the belly of Undermountain. Calling it the... um, of state, like, uh, Guild of Staves and Steel. They should be the Gilded Badgers. <clears throat> what? Because they kill s- snakes. Oh. Yeah. I should know that. I think it's mongoose. Mon- or a honey mon-goose? badger. <laughs> Mongoose. There are, plenty, so is, there are plenty of rodents that kill snakes. Is the rebel group Vosses? No, the one that's in Undermountain is the loyalists to Laryl and Vajra. I have to let you know, though, the city's divided. Not obviously just because Manchun took power, but there are some that think that Laurel and Vajra did not do enough. Some question why the statues did not walk against sure. the aberrant creature immediately. And there are some that blame them for walking too soon, knowing that thousands would have died in their wake. It was pretty easy for Manchun to usurp power. But we're here to talk about Voss. The smoke you saw, yes, some is from people's homes. But he's created an industrial revolution. What does that mean? He's done what he wanted to do. Um, Part of it. I don't know everything. I have my network of sparrows. But he knows them. 
I'm gonna play off okay. as devil. I'm just gonna both play devil here just to, to help with some stuff. Okay. Uh, just FYI, make it a little weird. <laughs> Devil's got two voices. But... That's gonna be weird for you. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna be talking to the right brain. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Mm, can we bring in? Nope. Okay. Yep. Um, he initially came to me and let me know of what his plan was for the field war. Wanted the Doom Raiders to be in on it. But it was way too despotic. But he got Istrid. Convinced her. She's no longer a part of us. Vas has left the Doom Raiders. Hmm. That came later. We use Troskull as a base of operations to assist civilians who wouldn't risk the trip to the field ward. Had nowhere to go or simply didn't trust Voss or Manchun, but... He supported our efforts under the condition that any skilled craft, craftsman, including no. Tally and um, Ember, 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 Embrick, Embrick, sorry, and Avi, <clears throat> that they would be allowed transport into the field ward. I can tell you, we still have those three, but most of the guilds, from what I can ascertained were already being spoken to before the fall. For this trade, we would have any information on Zentar movements. This went pretty well. Until... But Well, if you see Zaraj, you'll notice something's different. What happened? Did he? Did he do that to Zaraj? What? To what? As they say, there's an eye for an eye. Zaraj struck first. Did what did he? Um. And she traces how big. Of just a marred mess. Just about that much was taken. I think Zaraj will step in at this point. Ah! Yeah. <clears throat> and you all, and you can kind of steps into the doorway. Through the fog. <clears throat> yep, through the fog. And you can see that the left side of his face is just, just awful marred and maimed. Is it burn or is it you see not a burn? socket. It looks like it's been healed back but could not be regenerated. Yep. Uh, it looks like a puncture wound that was <clears throat> reformed. Oh my god. Uh, <clears throat> he just crosses his arms. The reason why he went after him. It's because we received your message. And we know what Voss is. 
and what he did. <clears throat> what message was that? I told them Voss was blood mate. He... The last time I saw him, he showed up in this fancy red outfit and his hair, he had red through his hair. And then I put it, I thought he was, I thought, I thought he was doing, um, Red Wing. And I said something about it and he didn't correct me, but he didn't, he didn't respond. And after we started learning about Blood Mane, I put it together. Whispers though, that he tried to atone for this. Davil looks over at Zaraj. There's a pit in the middle of the field ward. Who calls it the penance pit? If you walked through the thoroughfare, you weren't too far from it. But not many people, unless you are welcomed into the field ward, go beyond the thoroughfare. It's said that <clears throat> he stripped himself down and made himself bare, both physically and emotionally, in the sense that he stripped his burdens of his past by coming clean, told all of the people that he wished to offer salvation to must make a choice of if he was worthy, and allowed everyone to take one swing with a whip against his form and Istrid kept him alive in agony the entire time. What? If he survived, it was their choice on if he had sought retribution, salvation. I'm sure you can guess what the answer was. This time, <clears throat> one of the reasons why we stood by him before knowing this information was just this person that succumbed to make sure that he was worthy of the field warden, offered them protection. And knowing who he was and why, some of us couldn't <laughs> offer that forgiveness. I put an arrow through his right eye. I thought that was it. It was not. He has the viper on his side as well. Oh, well, they've always been friends. Or something. It's obvious to believe that he has <clears throat> the gunsmiths on his aid as well. Clearly. It's the only reason why he would have such an army of nimble rights. 
forged for war. And he's got us over a barrel because there's nothing we can do to him without hurting the field warden. We'd be killing the hero. We'd be fighting the people who live there. How long had he had, he had to have been planning this? A long time. <clears throat> Voss and I have had many conversations, even when I welcomed him into the Doom Raiders. I made him come clean about his aspirations. Obviously, he didn't tell me his full plan. He told me some of it. And everything justified the means. A lot of people think that. He has, and you see Davil swallow, like, a big pill of this, offered them salvation and protection. He has come clean. I just can't work with a man like that. So let me get this straight. The penance pit is still there? It is where they hold trial. And what happens in when, when somebody is found guilty? It depends on the crime. You are either la whipped and forgiven, or you are executed on the spot. Dabble kind of... <clears throat> honestly, it's not much different than the code legal. Just this one's done in public instead of private. Well, I've got 37 scars to prove that. We know that Manchun has attempted to assassinate him at least seven times. Jesus. Each time failed. One Why time. Is that? We don't know. One time it came close, but someone close to him took the fall for it. It's hard to assassinate an assassin. Who was it? I do not know. As I'm sure you're aware. Most of the time anyone sees Manchun, it's hard to tell if it's the real one. Yeah. Because it never is. What do we do? Manchun is also seen as a savior. <laughs> he controls the Honorable Knight. He was the <laughs> one who publicly fought yeah. Yeah, well. There are no more mass lords, but I would not say that there are not mass lords, if you understand what I mean. Hmm. I do. I think I do. I'm in a zone of truth, sorry. And, um, so it looks like instead of a four-way war, this might be a three-way one. We also know that he has granted clemency to any dispersed Xanathar agents. 
Voss or Manchun? Voss. Sure he is. He needs the bodies. He's always been a fan of Zen. Nature, nature at war's vacuum. Who do you suppose is going to be the new Xanathar? I would like to know where Reddard is. What do you think? I do not know this Reddard. There's a friend of Voss's, I've met him. He has a wine stain mark. You may have seen him in the alley a few times, if you were here. Um, uh, my heart would like to ask that he is with Vajra Savar and Lil Silverhand, where, or here. He is not. I know this for a fact. That description matches the description of the one who took the fall of the last attempt on his life. Who? I'm sorry. Who is this? What? No. The boy we saved from From the the Xanathar lair. The the first one. Or the Xanathar. 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 The boy with the wine stain. Thing was there. I remember. And he's gone. Reddard is gone. He's dead. That's who Zaraj saw fall or heard. Yeah, that's what we. What about Karnan? Which side did he end up on? From what we understand, from what I've been able to gather, he has not been active. That's I, good. I believe he and the painter hmm. are in Undermountain. That makes sense. Clean. Perhaps their specialties were called upon by the Order of Staves and Steel, or the Coalition of Insurg- Insurgents. Or maybe they just want to be safe. I don't blame them. And he looks towards you. Her, she looks away and is very quiet, knowing that she's under a zone of truth. So, Manshun and Voss are in a fight. Is Voss made any moves himself in an aggressive way, or is he just on the defensive? Mm-hmm. Voss is a man of machinations. So his plans are aggressive. They just typically slowly burn until it's too late, obviously. He has not been openly aggressive yet. That's because he doesn't feel like he has the upper hand. He doesn't like a fair fight. He says it himself all the time. People are still useful to him. I believe it would be wise of us to observe the two-person rule. Well, Not for everyone in the alley, but I, us. I don't blame him, because all the reports of the castle ward. It's not pretty out there. There's an... There's stardust in Manchun's hands. It's a drug that heightens abilities and he's offering it to people. Yeah, he tried it out at the black stuff. 
What's going on in the castle ward? It's still in ruins, but it's the main fighting ground between the rebels and Manchuns. Okay. He looks towards Harold. Losing the Red Wing is a heavy blow. Well, it's the one thing that kept Manchun at bay for a while. Well, then I know what we need to do. We need to call the Red Wing back. I don't know if it's enough now. He's amassed too much power. Oh, no. I know the one thing he's scared of. We just have to play it very carefully. And I have one more shot at getting close to him. But here's the problem. If we kill Manchun, Voss will immediately act. Right. If we kill Voss, Manchun will immediately act. So What if we use of an enemy of my enemy is my friend? You choose what? who's on the who other would end. You, who would you put at your side? A guy who used the fact the city was destroyed to take it over? Or the guy who's been trying to destroy the city subtly ever since he got here? He wasn't trying to destroy the city. He was trying to destroy the hierarchy. The hierarchy was the city. He never had a problem with the common people. It was the nobles. And Tell the that to the people in that line outside. At gunpoint, getting all their possessions over to these people. Harold, I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth as not, I know it. It's not the possessions he's looking for. Seisha's right. He's making everyone a commoner. There's a fee to get in for their protection, but I'm guessing that's because it costs a lot to make that protection. But any noble that fled and did not have the magical means to leave the city in an instant, their closest sanctuary was a wall into the field ward and all nobles were stripped of all possessions. You're found to be a noble, you have nothing. Except for protection. A glance at V. <laughs> V's like, don't look at me. But like, <laughs> not, she doesn't actually say it out loud. She's yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> <clears throat> looks away. He wouldn't try to do that to V. Yeah, he would. You made it through. It's hard to say. But if you made it through, that means he knows. You're back in the city. Oh, absolutely. That's why I think we should observe the two-person rule. I will say, not many of the field ward make it into Manchun City. I don't think it'll be any of them coming after us if it happens. I... I don't know how to process all this. He is sieging the city. I know. It is what he is preparing for. I can see it in the way he moves his troops. 
There have been let's be honest with ourselves. The last time he spoke with V, he specifically said if the city fell, it would benefit him. But he didn't actively trying to make the city fall, did he? I don't think he... I mean, he, he helped us get information about questionable people in Waterdeep before the fall. He sees everything as obstacles to his path. Powerful people are means for him to not get what he wants. We he don't know. to kill V if V didn't kill her father and then kill her father. We don't know how it happened, but he acquired a lot of money and a lot of resources in a very, very short amount of time. Well, I might actually have an answer to that. Zaraj nods, but you, like, Zaraj is not in the zone. Yeah. (laughs) Then he holds her hand out impatiently, like... There was another... Voss saved question mark he doesn't really know the story of that uh-huh. an accountant shit his <laughs> eyes go wide and then immediately <laughs> forcibly squint, squint. Like, well that's crazy I've never heard about an accountant that's crazy um, you are in the zone of truth <laughs> yeah that's why she's like <laughs> um, oh my god From when we had conversations, this was never his plan. His plan was to undermine and sweep the rug out from those that had money and power by squeezing them and blackmailing them and coming, making their transactions and other dealings come to light. And a lot of people would pay a lot of good money to keep that quiet. I had no problem with it. Sure. If you're dirty with your money and you're undermining the city, that's why I agreed to help him. Seemed no problem to me. But we no, would also yeah. keep tabs on those that were causing problems for the city. I mean, the Doom Raiders were looking to become similar to the Zintarum. Regardless of why he... What his plan originally was, he still took advantage of the people affected. I mean, not just the common people lost their livelihoods. Everyone did. And he offered everyone the exact same. Again, in the beginning, I saw nothing wrong. He wants to literally reforge everything. He still has the programming of his past. Break it down so we can make it the way we want it. That's how a lot of people are assimilated into very dark cults. And militias. So... He used this accountant to steal all the money. Now he's got enough firepower to combat mages. He's got automatons that can't be affected by the average spells. 
he presumably has ways of making more if he's made friends with Gon. So every time we don't do something about him, we're setting him up for more forces. Not to mention, the only easily accessible place to get in the city is the field ward. He's set himself up entirely from success, from the ground up, and he's long-term, there's no chance Manchun can pull the kind of stuff he's pulling, not without great effort that he doesn't have to put in anymore. All he has to do is outlast him. I don't know if his goal is to become the ruler. I don't. Oh, I don't think that's his. I don't think that's his goal at all. I don't either. I just think that he wants to set up a world in which he thinks things are fair. Again, and while I, while I understand, at that point, because once he's got it in place, he's going to step away. I don't believe that. He'll move on to the next city. He'll move on to the next thing he sees and as unfair. Do the same thing there. That's this is still wrong. I don't That's think. All wrong. I don't think he will. I think he'll feel like this was enough, <clears throat> and the monster should go away. Then you truly do not know him, and you need to stop lying to yourself, Sasha. Enough. We have way more dealings than either of you do, no matter how much you know. We've seen who he is. I'm not saying you're wrong. All I'm saying is we don't know his plans. We only see what has been done. And I am at your aid with whatever you plan to do next. We can't... Here's here's my... Here's the conundrum. If one of them dies... The other one will take advantage. So I don't think any of us are looking outright to just kill Voss. But I also know from experience how frustrating it is to speak any sort of logic to him. Sasha, you see Zaraj give you an apologetic almost bow for lashing out and will take a, just a, a slight step back and kind of go to, back to a stoic. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's a reason he doesn't talk. She, she gives him that kind of... I'm not saying we have to move, and I'm not telling you to make a choice. All I'm saying is that whatever choice you make, we're at your side. However, sure. there are pressing matters that my opinion, are a little bit more important. Oh, good. What does a city mean if the world is gone? Yeah. I hate to say it, Baldur's Gate is still standing. Wow. Guessing the Order of the Gauntlet is doing well down there? Uh, Baldur's Gate always took care of Baldur's Gate. What I mean by that is the city is in a shithole run by terrible fucking people. So is Baldur's Gate. Uh, 
But right now, what we have that Baldur's Gate doesn't, besides the insurgents' fights, is open murder. Because if there's one thing the city doesn't believe in, is worshipping a god of murder, who's dead twice now. Yeah, some people theorize three. So, here's the question. What's the next step? I don't know. There's something you need to know as well. Auntie Agnes is dead. Which is good. Go us. Fuck yeah. No, hold on. In her dying breaths, she called back Shothrigat. And she called back Gondor and... That's not his name, but don't correct it. <laughs> Do not she correct it. Back here. Now, we have no means of knowing whether she was important enough to make that sort of call. My assumption is that side of things is very coherent with one another and are just listening to the dwindling right. forces they have left for what they should do. What I was... That means Sorry. if they arrive back in the city, we get round two of the statues moving around, which could one step ruin what we've set up here. You probably want to speak to Vajra. But... You're not wrong. If that is a true threat, I fear for the city's safety and its future. Just when I was starting to love this place. <laughs> not just because, just because things get difficult doesn't mean the love should be gone. <laughs> I know. And looks over towards Finley. Here's my thought. We start by getting in touch with Vajra. We plan a conversation with Voss. I'll reach out to him. And here's the other part of that. We need to be prepared if Voss sees us as obstacles because that conversation will go south extremely quickly and we won't have a chance to defend ourselves. It's time to get real. Voss is not going to let us stand in the way of what he wants. He's proved that with V. And I, for one, am not going to be caught off guard. And if it's me or him, it's going to be him. If it's any of us, it'll always be him at this point. I've seen one too many people come into power. I've seen one too many maniacs. Either Voss gets the picture or he doesn't. What he's done for the field ward, half good, half bad. I'm not the one to say whether he's right or wrong. It's a tough life we're living right now. And frankly, he made them safe. You can't deny it. He was right about the guns. It gave people with nothing hope. And 
it's a frustrating situation to look at the world changing so quickly. But you can't say he's entirely wrong. He isn't. The question is what he's going to do. Excuse me. And Seisha gets up, uh, pulls herself off Biblio, and uh, goes to the bathroom and throws up. Uh, if he wants to follow Seisha to try to comfort her. Hold her hair back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. Hold her hair back and be like, kind of do her best to rub her back, I guess, yeah. not hurting her. Uh, she... Like, it's okay. Well, it's not okay, but like, it's, you know, it's okay that it's not okay. How do you, how do you do those things? I don't know, but instead of, instead of racking my brain trying to figure out how someone can be a certain way, um, when we thought previously they weren't capable of said things, um, I instead just, Try to wrap my head around the idea that maybe I just didn't know them as well as I thought I did. I I watched I watched him rebuild himself. I I, I know. I basically watched him grow up <laughs> and. I, I didn't want to believe it when I... I know. And, and I was raised by my dad. <laughs> how... How did you come to terms with it? Um... You know, I... It was... I don't know if you ever really come to terms with it, but... Confronting him again after so long, um, I just kind of got the startling realization that I simply just didn't know him the way that I thought that I did. He had grown into something else that I didn't really recognize as much anymore. I mean, He's still recognizable, but it's different. It's like, you know someone's capable of doing something awful, but then, like, the reality of them doing it is so much worse. Seisha, with these words and nurturing Voss back into health, knowing who he was and what he's become, you kind of see the parallel. Yep. Of this person that was born and bred through a class system, forced to do evil things, completely broken by it and destroyed, and then rebuilt to something else. Something far greater, in their opinion. I... I know that Voss isn't gone. Like, 
but like like he's not, you know, dead. But the boss you knew, I think, needs to be mourned as if he were, because sometimes people, I guess, just reach a point where you can't reach them anymore. You know, the thing I can't get past is he told me what he wanted to do. He told you his plan? And did you think it was just never going to happen? I think I wanted to. I... Well, just, it's not your fault. None of this is your fault simply just because you knew. Because how could you know he was actually going to go through with it? I didn't think he'd be able to. He unfortunately is an incredible person. Yeah. And, um... Does it ever get easier? A little bit. The thing about grief is that it never goes away. You just learn to grow around it until it doesn't affect you as much anymore. So first it fills you up entirely, but then as you continue to grow, the, the grief stays the same size. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you just learn to... It's kind of like... Find when, to live with it. When a tree is injured and it grows a knot, the injury yeah. doesn't go away, but... But the tree stays intact? Yeah. I didn't know that's why trees have knots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that or... Something burrows into them. Oh, right, right. Um, that's a different metaphor for a different time. Um, yeah. I, uh... Thank you, V. Yeah, no, no problem. It's, um... It's difficult when you think that... If you just sit down and have a conversation with them, you think that you can change their mind or influence them, but it reaches a certain point where nothing can reach them. They have to make the decision for themselves. You can't make it for them. Yeah. And if this is his decision, all we can do is react to it, I guess. Um, I'm sorry that this happened. I really, I know my relationship with Boss has always been shaky, but I really did hope he would get better. V, this is kind of me being hoisted by my own petard. <laughs> what? I, no, petard, it's, it's like a small explosion. Explosive device. Um, what? 
And okay. so the, the, the saying is hoisted, so you like fly up into the air by my own petard because your little explosive went off. And so you kind of, basically, um, you, you screwed yourself. Oh, well, I wouldn't say that. No, this is, this is me being so pushy about what you needed to do with your dad. This is, this is the universe giving me perspective of what I put you through, and I'm really sorry. It's okay. Um, I mean, we all knew that um, something was going to have to happen with my dad eventually, um, but... It just was really frustrating having to work with someone in our group who was so similar to, um, I guess, our collective enemy um, that it got really frustrating and hard after a while. And um, I grew really, really bitter over it. Yeah. And I know that put a lot of strain on um, our relationship, our dynamic as a group. I know things were pretty bleak between everyone for a minute there. There was a lot of fighting, a lot of discourse, a lot of just not relating to one another. Um, which I'm used to. Yeah. From my own family. You know. It just kind of felt like maybe this is just how groups inevitably end. I don't know. I haven't really experienced anything different. Um, Welcome but, to the uh, BFGs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with the situation with Boss, we all know what we're going to need to have to do, have to need to do, need to, what it'll come to. And um, but I'm not going to pressure you to act now. I do it immediately. Or, yeah. I don't know. Go on a whole additional side quest to find your ancestors before having to deal with the problem. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, did that. <laughs> I, uh... Sorry, I feel like I'm starting to talk in circles. No, no, I just, I, we should probably get back. I just wanted to thank yeah. you for one more thing. Um, thank you for the hug after Agnes. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. It's hard, you know. It's weird. But it felt hollow. You think it's going to feel triumphant. You think it's going to feel good. You think it's going to feel anything at all. But it doesn't. And I'm sorry that it's not as satisfying. Revenge, any of that kind of stuff, is just never as satisfying as you imagine it to be. At the end of your conversation, V, what's your charisma modifier? My charisma... Oh, hold on. It's not up. Give me half a second. I have the website up, not the character sheet. My charisma modifier is plus 
one. Seishu, you gain 15 temporary hit points from probably the most inspiring speech V has ever given. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's so that was amazing. Yeah, no kidding, actually. Oh, gosh. I'm still saying how this is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I have 25 temporary hit points currently. Oh, does it... Fifth, it okay. Yeah, it goes to the highest. I'll one. take the 15. Mm -hmm. I feel a lot better. Thanks, V. No problem. Um, Andy returning to the city wasn't going to be easy for any of us. But um, especially you, given the current situation. I think it's going to be real rough on Harold, too. And probably yeah, Venley. Yeah, that, that too, but for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get back. Okay. And she gives okay. V just a big hug. VT poses. <laughs> she takes V's arms and just puts them this. around her gently. <laughs> just like that. She, she hover hands. Okay, that's good. That's a good hug. <laughs> After hurting Harold, she's like, I'm this now. And then we uh, uh, head back out. Uh, before you return, um, the Zone of Truth will drop. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and Dabble gives you a moment, but uh, does have a conversation with those that are left behind. Is she going to be okay? Oh, yeah. She'll be fine. She just is getting hit hard by the truth. The same way we all did. It's just hitting her later than the rest of us. But she's strong. So am I, because I feel like I drank an entire bottle of my wine by myself. You feel like or you did? I feel like. I'm guessing she has made us speak the truth. Oh, that's what you mm. It would seem so. Mm. So, you're all friends and allies, and she's even a Doom Raider. I don't know why she thought I would lie. Well, when we've been at the business we've been at for so long and met so many people that seemed extremely trustworthy that then turned on us. Uh, Whether they meant to or not. It's just better safe than sorry. I, I, so, ho I hold no ill will, just pointing out some observations. But never underestimate anybody anymore. So what about the Harpers? Don't know. They're a secret organization. Um, they're hard to get a hold of even when things are going well. I'm sure they're still out there, especially with an insurgence of people that are loyalists to Laurel Silverhand. You've seen nothing from Vincent Trench? Like I said, he was lost at the fall of the city. He seemed pointed in his direction, but I don't know what happened. Harold, perhaps I could send him ascending. I don't think that's a good idea. What about Renair? Anything from him? I believe he's with the Order of Staves and Steel. Oh, good. It's the people. I, get, I gotta tell you, 
I'm pretty angry at Voss. I... My instinct is to say conflicted with our history, but I'm not conflicted. Oh my god, I'm sorry I did not ask this sooner. Did you kill- did you get rid of the lich? Did you do everything I said? <laughs> that is- that is an extremely pressing issue that we need to address right now. Yes. Yes, I killed him. It, with my sister. Great, great. Destroyed you destroyed it. The phylactery. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. So Raj has a moment of like... <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? I got a sending. Yeah. I told them yeah. how to do it. says Lich. He's got a boat. <laughs> like an arrow knocked. He's like, where? <laughs> Thank you is, for the advice. What is the name of the group that Rhaenyra's with? Staves. Order of Staves and Steel. Thank you. It would not stick in my brain. That is... Vajra and Laurel. Mm -hmm. So then my next question is, let's say we got rid of Manchun. What would that actually even do? Well, if Laurel's still alive, there's a possibility that we could make her open lord again. That is if she took it. And also if the people would not revolt it's hard to mend that like One-fourth of the city is going to revolt regardless. Nobody, nobody's going to be an answer for everybody, and that's always been the case for Waterdeep. Yeah. It is exceedingly difficult for me to look at my city like this. And I'm not saying it's mine. It's everybody's. But, but it's your city you were placed in. I grew up on these streets. I just want to see more people live in a safer version of it, and we were so damn close. <clears throat> it's... No matter the outcome of what it is, what it would have been is not pretty either way. Half the city was destroyed. If Shothragot comes back, it's pretty believable that the other half goes. I'm concerned she called Shothragot to the Fae. With that if Shothragot wants to have a fist fight with Baba Yaga, that's, that's something <laughs> well beyond our abilities. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Time out. That's all. Right, time right. Out. No, we're not gonna brush There's past. There's a whole other side oh, no, story. No, no. I, I told you. I love you. Say she I told you. Look at me. Agnes was dead, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's how we did it. Okay, you had just a casual conversation with the mother of all hags, and then boop, Auntie Agnes is gone. Well, I told you things were complicated. <laughs> is, did I fuck up here? What is happening? I wish I could have met that bitch. She was actually kind of very nice. Don't lie to me. This isn't before the zone of truth now. <laughs> She's very polite. All they are. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, V and Seisha can enter back in. And you see that there's a weird energy in the room now. It's kind of like a, the fuck? And <laughs> damn. <laughs> 
everything okay? Oh yeah, everything's fine. Y'all just went and partied with the mother of all hags <laughs> without me. Oh, you heard. We're big fans of moms, apparently. Yeah, gonna have to talk to you about that, by the way. What, Mama Uwe? She's no. made her spot right next to Fala's. Really? It's actually very creepy, and I love it. I will need to talk to all of you. I have an idea. But it's really dumb and really dangerous. I have to ask, is Mama Uwe a hag? No. No, that's so rude. She is not. No, but... It looks at you like the, are you sure? She taught me magic. Some of her spells. I would know if they were hag magic now. No, because I like... used to be able to tell if people were tied to Why don't fame. you just ask the expert? Hag or no? Well, even if she wasn't hag, she communicated with them. So even if she wasn't one, it would be reasonable to believe she can keep up with them. She has done favors and asked nothing in return. That's... Which is not haggy. That's also not true. True. When has she Mama ever given Uwe's us just anything there was, there was something when we first met her that... Oh, the, um, the exorcism. We didn't pay her for that. Oh, yeah, you did. We did? <laughs> That's why you were sent to our deep forest. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we went to... Wait, no. Listen, Mama's just... No, 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 I'm remembering things. I'm remembering things. We are we are literally getting way off track at this is point. She... Look, is there any other pressing things we need to address now? Besides stopping by, what brings you to Waterdeep? Mm -hmm. Do you know who Nim is? Sounds familiar either in passing with you all, but I do not think I've had the pleasure of meeting this Nim. Aligned with the Temple of Gond. Nim is a, uh, like a really advanced nimble rite. Mm. Oh. And, um. So allied with Voss. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, very much, and we need a part of him that will destroy him when we take him. Um, this. And it's like a little, yeah, the small crystal yeah. embedded into your... Oh. This is essentially his heart. I know I know. Harold has Renair's sword. Who has the piece of... V. V, that's right. So... <clears throat> You want to steal this Nimblerite's heart, who is friends with Voss, who's probably using said Nimblerite as uh, schematics for the ones that are being replicated. I'm pretty sure Voss is not going to like that. I have an establishing question. Mm -hmm. Was Voss still with the group when we figured out what these were? No. Cool. No. Awesome. If Voss is... Remotely reasonable. <laughs> and I say this with whatever little I know. If he knew the difference in giving that source up and everything he worked for crumbling in the apocalypse, he might just 
be able to be convinced. I wouldn't say give it up, but he might, he'd probably be able to be convinced somehow. I have an idea. We put him between a rock and a hard place. We tell him, we are not asking you, we're asking them. And either this establishes whether or not he's a tyrant in control and he's the one who's actually in power, or whether he really believes that everyone's equal. I like that. You know what? That actually sounds very fair. Voss has always been, at least so far, up front with that logic. He's very big on free will. What do we do if Nim says no? I don't think Nim will. I don't Nim either. will be. I cannot speak for Nim. I, I also do didn't know. think I'd meet Baba Yaga in my lifetime. Mm. But I, here we stand. I genuinely don't think Nim will choose to continue existing at the fate at the at the end of the world. Why wouldn't he? Because this was never his world. Because he cares. Isn't death intriguing? I I don't I, I honestly think Nim cares. To die would be I an awfully think. big adventure. We're just going to have to bet our... We have to make bets. And this is one of those ones we're hedging our bets. And if we hear no, then we have to make another plan. But I... But once Nim says no, Voss knows we're coming back. I mean, let's let's be honest. If Nim says no, we're going to murder him. Let, let's just to. say what we have to say. Wow. <laughs> It's, Look, it's that or the world ends. It's, I mean, a, it's an automaton. We can get into the theoreticals of if it has a soul or not, if it's sentient or not. And then also, you are correct. It is the fate of the world. They are very dark things that I had to do in order to save it last time. Nim's reasonable. Nim's noble. Nim has... And I think we've even addressed this with Nim in the past. I believe so, too. We have no choice. The trick is whether or not Boss will let us have that conversation. If he has any honor, he will. But he's Boss, and he's not an honorable man. What, what if... What if... I distract him while you go deal with Nim? He'll see it as us undercutting him. That seems like something he would take personally. <clears throat> I think first having the conversation that Harold proposed of putting forth to see if he's a tyrant or not, making him eat his own words and actions, so to speak, is the first step. At least that's what I would do. But how would that help us if we do this in private? Why not just go speak to Nim without him? I'm because assuming... we leave ourselves in the belly of the beast. I, I thought from the way people were talking, it was known that Voss was with Nim. Hmm. Uh, did I misunderstand? He We're has, guessing. We don't yeah. know where Nim is. We we have to assume Nim's with him because Gond is with him. I right. mean, he has many of these nimble, right automatons forged for war. Yeah, but there's only one with a soul. Listen, all you need to make a gingerbread cookie is one little man outline that you stamp. Nim is probably that outline. 
If he got remember, Nim involved, then he probably had Nim make improvements. What about... No, never mind. And improvements is in air quotes here. Yeah. Did people have... And this is awful to say. Did people have the spell Shatter available to them? Now would be the time to prepare it. That or heat metal. Well, I've always got that on hand. You know what I'm talking about, Devil. You know what I'm talking about. I mean, it is a very underutilized spell. I'm telling you. Do you know how many people wear armor? Tons of them. There's and a reason you know why. Do have gold fillings in their mouth? It's absurd. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Devil gives you this look of like, that's a, that's a little much, dude. <laughs> like, are, you okay? are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm, all right. You know what? Maybe it is a little fucked no, up. No, if, if I heard of something inside the body, I'd, yeah. I'd target it as well. <laughs> Devil leans towards you and goes, you know, if they deserve it. Fuck yeah, them Yeah, of mouth. course. But only then. So, who... Oh, is there something you want to say? My, were my words not chosen specifically? I feel like they were, and that's why I'm making this face. <laughs> I missed something, it appears. I'll tell you later. We'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> I'm the old. <laughs> Billy leans into Davil like, I'm the oldest here, what does she mean? <laughs> so. It's good to see you again, Davil. Oh, it's good to have you back. It is very good to see you, and I'm glad that we have you guys on our side, you, Zaraj, everybody. The Doom Raiders, I gotta admit, for a long time I was really iffy about you guys, but I was wrong. You're both, oh, you're all oh we're shits, 100%. Oh, yeah. But and at this point, someone else. having seen the, the the sheer stain of shit that can exist, <gasps> you're on the nicer side. Zone of Truth being gone. We watched a guy shit at the gates of the capital of the elves! In the courtyard. I look at like Zaraz and do this, and I... Uh, like, like, he just dropped true and let it go! And Davil, I told him. You see a wave of emotions. <laughs> Truly, he is a bard. <laughs> Shar- shock, pride, disappointment. And that disappointment's because he's not the one doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or wasn't there to see it. Yeah, or wasn't there to see it. Um, <sighs> just, I am, I am truly at a loss for words. You are on an uncontrolled minecart of emotions. That, yes. Uh, uh, but what I was saying uh, before I was so gloriously interrupted, <laughs> not rude at all, um, uh, genuinely, if it's more of that, please keep it coming. Um, my thought process was something else entirely that I've completely <laughs> forgotten. You were talking yeah. about the zone of truth being down. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. love to know what you have to say now. Yeah, I was going to say something pretty pertinent that... Uh, Do you need it back? No, no. It doesn't matter if the truth is there if I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, uh, okay. How about we hear what your plan is, Seisha? Or is that a... Uh, you know, us thing, a BFG thing. Whoa. I mean... She's also a Doom Raider. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So although I did tell you BFG business is BFG business and Doom Raider business is Doom Raider business. My business. Am I a BFG? Oh, oh well, honey, I oh. don't think you should. I don't think that's necessary us, to qualify that in terms. Give us one second over the mental link. Okay, so what's what's the opinion here? On what? Him being a BFG? Yeah. No, we need the separation as, as much as possible. Okay. He just said he's a shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> having people who are shits has never been an issue for us. I don't need somebody stepping on my shittiness. But, I'm the okay. shit on this team. Is it is it because he's a bard? Back and forth between everyone who's. Wait, is it because he's a bard, Harold? Shut up. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. Harold, that was I'm really sensitive about that. I'm not sensitive yeah. about um, that. I'm just the best bard. Petunia. And then, and then she, she kind of like covers up her mouth to try to block from Harold being like, he um. Likes to be the only bard in every <laughs> He doesn't like being challenged for that position. Um, he's like, he's never in bard school. He could never pass the band exam. Okay, whoa, well, I can, I, wait, this is a telepathic bond, V! Because, and then he's just like, because he's more of a solo artist. And you hear so much that's, um, Petunia, yeah. you might want to roll Arcana. <laughs> You oh, hear okay. Davil cast a spell. Casting. Or is yeah, casting, casting a spell. spell. I'm assuming you did too. Oh yeah. I, I <laughs> certainly did. Finley knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you did. I know what's happening. 28? Cool. Mm -hmm. You also know he's casting Rari's telepathic bond. Oh! <laughs> and he's just playing a song, just kind of oh, listening in. Guys. Guys. Yeah? We all are, what are you talking about, Petunia? probably are having this conversation amongst every single one here. You're all very talented people. What? I don't know what possibly you could mean, Petunia, but what I was going to say about Davil. Yeah? Was that... As much as I would love to have him as a BFG, and she turns to face him without moving her mouth still in the telepathic bond, I think it's best to keep our business separate from their business. It keeps us focused in separate areas. He stops playing the song. At the end of the day, we're all still a team. Yeah. So he disliked the guy, he's great. He's handsome, he's smart. Okay, wait, I got this, I got this. Daffle. Are you speaking out loud? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah? You are so great. <laughs> Look, if you want to have the private conversation, you're going to have the private conversation. I'm no longer listening. You are so great. And we uh, really yeah, love spending time with you. Every bard has never experienced being shut down from a role. That's certainly... He doesn't know where this is going, I'm sure. It's, it's not... You. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I, I will say I remember exactly what I wanted to say. Um, uh, listening in on your conversation actually prompted me to remember what it was. And that is, um, once all of this Manchun and Voss stuff is taken care of, the Doom Raiders still have the plan to be the underbelly. I just want that to be known. Do with that information is what you will. 
and, no arguments here, honestly. Uh, this is you know, a look at your concern, but this is nothing new. And we promise that we do actually have the good intentions of the people, and it's better if people like us run the underbelly than people like them. Money's money. And <clears throat> look at Zaraj and be like, I think we should keep an eye on the alleyways. You never know what's going to come through the walls. Nods and then leaves to the front door. Oh, oh, I do need to tell you something at some point. I'll, I'll catch up with you later. You'll know where to find me. Yeah. It's not a lot of options. There are plenty of options where we're going. <laughs> and he oh. leaves. Okay. So this is a probably a terrible idea. Might be one of the worst ideas I've ever had. Um, you know how... I've been thinking a lot. And I think it might be a good idea if we try to take advantage of the things that we can understand and you know who can't. Uh, the Elder Eye can't. I'm a bitch. I... Accordion music, uh, like holidays. There, Emotion. There's a lot of things I think we get that, he, that it doesn't. Emotion. Emotion. Heart. I want to see... Um, I want to see if Mama Uwe can do the thing she did to let me talk to my father. But I want to go into, I want us <laughs> to go into George Forsaken's head and talk to him. Uh, Forsworn. No, George Forsworn. Forsaken. Forsaken's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> George Forsworn's head to walk into his dreams and try to talk to him. Is that I, the, the last time we did it, it was in Halam's head, and it almost killed us because of the corruption in Halam's head. But there's more in George's head than just the Elder Eye. I'm, I'm gonna be the guy to say You're it. You're talking about the gods? Yeah. I'm gonna be the guy to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there. And you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm normally the bleeding heart on this team. And I believe anybody can be redeemed. If George Forsworn went in the fucking ground, he earned it. But here's the thing. If we can talk to him and learn about him, then when it comes time that we face him in battle, we can reach him and try I to convince tried. him to fight the control. I tried to. I gave it my best effort. He heard every word I said and still couldn't do but anything. Harold, we don't know anything about him. It wasn't pulling something that he loves, that he believes in, that is sacred to him. If we can get those emotions 
those thoughts. The names of his friends. Yeah. His party members. People he knew. People he loved. If we can learn who he is, then when you try again, you can appeal to him on a personal level and it's more likely to reach him. I trust your judgment. But I'm going to say... I don't think there's any reason I should have any sort of emotional connection to a man I want dead. It'll just make it harder when I'm going to stab him in the face. Okay. That's my opinion, but I will stand behind you 100% if you want to do it. It's a, it's a you wild don't, plan. You don't have to go if you don't want to. No, if, if, if we're going, I'm going, and, it's, and it won't offend me. Okay. It won't make me unhappy. It won't be like begrudgingly, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm doing it. I am, tell, I am warning you. If we make an emotional connection with him and we see some piece of ourselves in him, we might hesitate in the moment when it's between killing him and saving the universe. And frankly, I worry about that tiny inkling, that moment of doubt would be enough. Personally, I don't give a fuck about what his backstory is, who he is as a person, his team members. And it's not because I, I hate him. It's because not caring is beneficial. And keeping that distance between us it is just easier for me. That having been said, I don't think it's a bad plan. I think it's a risky plan. And if you go, I will go. And it, like I said, it won't be begrudging. It won't be me angry. It won't be me saying this is stupid. We shouldn't. I trust you. And if a fate is going to befall one of us, I think it should befall all of us. Part of what made me think of this was um, when I was controlled. Seeing Voss started snapping me out of it. I worry that the grip that is had on him is beyond something like that. But I we think found it out is later that that thing that controlled you was connected to the eye. So I could be completely wrong and there's only one way for us to know. Tunia, what are your thoughts? If, if, you, if you want, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to. No, it's fine. I... Okay. Even if Even if we, even just, just because we don't know what we would care about if we knew him, um, I don't think changes the fact that it would be right to try, because you never know, you never know if you missed something important. Sure. I mean, that's, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. V? Uh, I, I'm kind of leaning towards Harold, actually. It does make it a lot easier to make that decision, and um, I don't 
I know it's... I don't know. I'm, I, I shouldn't be the one to make the decision on this. I... It's, it's all of us making a decision. I know. I just... If it's for the greater good, maybe we should take out variables that make us... That would make us hesitate in the moment. Not just ignorance out of bliss at this point. It's ignorance out of necessity. I, I just want to make one thing clear. Um, I, I'm not saying that we probably won't kill him. No. I'm no, saying... I'm saying that this is... Um, Oh, saying this after everything we learned. Um, this can be a tool. I will we use follow against you him. wherever you go. I will only add, this is all theoretical at this point. Yeah. Hypothetical. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love you, Petunia. Okay, well, you know. Well, let's think about this. Because we know that the spell that Mama Uwe used originally was some old variant of a spell we have currently. And how we all walked in someone's thoughts before was with a master in divination. I would like to know if she is still alive, potentially. Because if we could get two people working on this who are incredibly skilled in magic, I think that would hedge our bets, so to speak. Was she at the plinth? She should not have been. Uh, Master, Master Morali was no. a teacher, not a yeah. cleric. Okay, cool. Yeah. Was that Blackstaff Tower? Got it. So that could be a line of questioning. We have a I don't, I, I feel like if we just go into his head, we're going to run in to the Elder Eye. Right. Going into his dreams is something completely different. That's the name of the spell. I'm sorry, I couldn't remember. Dream, it's dream. Um, that makes sense. Elves can't really be affected by it. Yeah. One last thing I'll throw before we decide what we're going to do. Not only does this put us at risk, it puts Mama Uwe at risk. I am well aware of that, and I was going to explain that. Whether or not she's a hag, she's going to want an extreme amount of payment for this. I've got a thousand gold. I don't think that money is the sort of thing that she deals in all the time. It can't be any worse than before. I have a payment for her for someone else, but... I mean, we can ask and see what she would expect. Asking doesn't commit us to it. But if, if I'm understanding correctly, the general consensus is no. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. Oh, I thought you were saying no. No, I was saying when push comes to shove, I'm going to kill George Force One. I think we all understand that that's unfortunately a truth the last option even if it's the first option we take or the last option we take i, mean, I think it is. It's, it's every world it's it's it's, it's life 
I think it's valuable to pursue other avenues of winning. You God's dream? No. I think this is actually a pretty good idea if we can actually make it in safely and safeguard <clears throat> ourselves while there. Because my worry is, like I said with Halam, that was Master Halam setting up traps and defenses to keep even more out. I bet one of us would be able to. But which one? The person wearing the necklace that obfuscates them. One of us can wear that necklace and I think we would slip past the Elder Eye's notice. I think that's a very good idea. I'll do it. I, I want to talk to him. If you want to, but you have, uh, I mean. I've been controlled by it. And he took the most important thing in the world from me. And I'm trying to think of ways to remember that he is also a victim here. All right. I think that's valiant. So. So, but we don't have to. I'm just saying if we can find another way to shield and obfuscate people. I think it's I think it's a risky grand idea. And I like risky. And I like grand, so <laughs> I think we're set. I just think All right. So we need to try to find out if there's another way that we can mimic the effect of that necklace well, while have, we are in there. I have an aura spell that kind of prevents people from identifying you. It has to be from perceiving you. I might have something like that. I mean, I have this. <laughs> she points to the private sanctum. We could hide our bodies with this. But we have to hide our presence. While in. While in. This man with eyes is too much for me. I cannot wait for this to be over. <laughs> I can't wait to shut this man, this creature out of this realm. <laughs> and then let's just go talk to Mama Uwe and see what she says. Yeah, because it, it may possible. be a moot point. She may not be willing to do it, or she may know something about the dangers we don't know. Yep, it's, that's my thought. It's just an idea. One of many will probably have. <laughs> All of them terrible. All of them important to probably. pursue. I will remind you that there is one other person in your party. Yep. We can't, um, we can't do this without Karina. No, of course not. I was kind of expecting to talk to Mama in the morning, if I'm going to be honest, because um, a witch is exhausted at this point. What? Oh, 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 okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't re realize at first you were talking about yourself. and. I need to... I I picked it up. V got it. Thank you, V. I understood that reference. 
And I guess Petunia is officially the witch of Undercliff. What? I mean, you're probably the first and foremost most powerful mage to ever come out of Undercliff, so congratulations, witch of Undercliff. You just want someone to be a witch with you. I do. <laughs> I'm trying to think if my parents would be proud of that name. I just need to take a second because it's been a weird day for me and things yeah. hurt. I'm uh, up and down. I'm going to go see if my roommate's still around. Okay. I'll be back. Absolutely. Okay. And if if you need anything, let me know. I'll be in the closet in my room. Do y'all want likely. booze? Do y'all want booze? Oh, I Yes. All right, I'll go get booze. Good night, Go Harold. get booze. And Harold will take one last look at Petunia before he walks up the stairs and goes and sits in his room and looks at the hole in the ceiling. Or not, I guess not a hole. I think we uh, we updated it to be like a way for a bird yep. to get in yep. and out. Uh, and I will say that your bed is covered in stuff. <laughs> Just... A bunch <laughs> of just things. Uh, go ahead and roll a D100, oh, uh, let's say, six times. Oh, my God. Oh, a shot glass? <laughs> uh, all right. First D100. Can I make a play? Uh, 61. 61. 61. All right. A necklace of gold braid with nine knots and an ivory clasp. Nice. 58. A chain of rose gold and nine tiny rose gold bells in the shape of acorns. This is all <gasps> from... You're lying. Oh my god, that's... Okay, that's weird. Uh, 39. Uh, your hat changes into an almost replica because it's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a forehead. Not me. This is turns girls. into a circlet. Not yeah. me, <laughs> a ring of a dozen keys, and there are no two matching. Oh. Okay, definitely holding on to that. Plot twist: the jail. <laughs> Twenty-six. What? Uh, a quill, a feather quill. Uh, yeah, this doesn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> 73. 37. I'm sorry, 37, 37. That's 37. Thank you, Ray. The way that I read that on my tablet and went 73. <laughs> a document. What's, it, what's on it? Oh, I pick up the document and look, and I kind of squint at it, and it's just the newspaper about finding a masked man with a knife embedded in his head it, in the it, middle of a theater. And it and it says that, but wherever it says masked man, it just says monkey. Yeah, I was hoping that come up. <laughs> and it's spelled incorrectly. M O N K E. Monkey. Uh, but you also, that's the first one that sticks out to you, but there's other misspellings and other incongruencies to this. Yep. Uh, the last one, I think I may have already rolled that. Let me check. I did, so let me re-roll it. No, we got a separate sheet. What was it? Oh, 58 again. Wow. Listen, no, 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 baby. We got one for each ward. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, okay. A three-lobed, like it has three prongs around it. Okay. Um, and it is a spinning device with almost frictionless oh my ball bearings in the center. There are holes in the lobes in the center with a raised disc on both sides of the device that can be held while spinning it. That's from the Temple of God. I That's want an a evil fidget device. spinner. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this thing's never going to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then as you flippantly throw this gift away, you hear, Oh! 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 Hey! And I run over and pick up the uh, the toy and I was like, I was just I was just putting it down and oh. I put it back on the bed and I lift my arm up for him to land on it. He does. Yeah. Kind of like lands okay. but like hops on it kind of aggressively looking at you as oh, head okay, right. yeah. He start he starts it. like <laughs> head like going into your pockets and pat like looking for <laughs> peanuts. Alright, alright, here hold on and I'm gonna reach around and find a uh, I'm sure I still have some peanuts on me from my many journeys and many snacks. Sure. Same one since you left Waterdeep. No. Because <laughs> peanuts do go bad. Uh, I know. <laughs> and I will find good peanuts for him and be like, here you go, buddy. The deal stands. Thank you for allowing me back into your room. Earl. And on top of things, I'd like you to know, even though you probably have no idea what I'm saying, uh, I got rid of the otter. That's for you. And I stroke him a few times, and I set him down with the peanuts. I sit down on the bed, and after, like, taking a few seconds to, like, really let everything sink in, Harold just starts crying. Mm. It's a mix of emotions. He's happy. Earl's okay. It's nice to be back in his home, but his room feels so empty and lifeless without Petunia's feelings for him. And he just, like, is just trying to get it out now so he can go back to the facade later. And with that, Harold just un-releasing himself to be himself, taking off the mask, if you will. And the rest of you settle down do you want to know where does Petunia go? I was actually going to, uh, Petunia, why don't you sleep in my bed tonight? I have a mansion. Or we can all go to Venley's mansion and have a uh, Petunia's sleepover. Petunia's going through a hard time. Petunia's going through a hard time. I, just... I don't know. I didn't think about that. I wonder why. Come on up. I'll put my bedroll out. Okay. Okay. Finley picks up the energy that they kind of talked about it, and she's like, her eyes flicking between them, like, I hope one of them lets something slip. And then she just gives up on it and puts a hand on Petunia and says, Whatever happened, you're still one of the greatest mages I've ever met. Thanks. She's kind of had her fist closed this whole time and she'll open it and there's the little rings in her palm and she just kind of looks at it for a long time. 
You think I'm good enough to remember? <laughs> Eventually, yes. I don't think there's a single thing in this universe that a hag could do to you and you wouldn't find a way to reverse it. Even so, thank I think, you. I think with a little luck, you'll get there. And even still, as grating as Harold can be. <laughs> he's an You need to finish that statement because you have left it on a very bad place. I'm sorry, I've had three bottles of wine. So as I was saying, <laughs> she oh, continues really? and she just begins to ramble about uh, everything Harold has done to help her since she has come to Waterdeep. Not in a way of like, hey, I want you to fall in love with this man, but of like, hey, if anything, he's a good guy. I have a friend. And like, let me just tell It'd you. It'd be perfect for you. Have you met Harold? <laughs> well, yes, I know all these things. That I mean, not that much, but I didn't, I knew he was a good person. It's just the, the, There's a lot, there's a lot of the past with him in it that just feels really muddy. Yeah. Even if I know what I know. Petunia, did you have another ring? Other than the one that I... Yeah, did you get one or two rings? It's a gorgeous ring, by the way. I just got one. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, yeah. it's, it's just, it was just a thought I had. Well, I mean. Because if you got two and you gave the one for yourself away, that might have given away what was tied to it. Maybe. Maybe I just. Right. I, I think. Hag. Oh, fuck hags. Right. Cheers. Huh. V, we're drinking. Drinking V. All right, she comes down and joins. It's just like, all right. With no there dexterity. She tumbles down the stairs. Maybe getting her drunk is a bad idea. But the drink is fine all the way yeah, down no, the, the stairs. Drink, like, I've kept the drink perfectly <laughs> level the entire time as I fall down the stairs, because priorities. Oh, yep. She said it's strength to do that. <laughs> it does take strength. I think one of those guys that falls in the pool. Yep. Mm. I once, once watched someone fall down a flight of stairs and just reached out and grabbed the pitcher out of their hand and watched <laughs> them fall down the stairs. Beautiful. Uh, I'm a good person. <laughs> It's harder to, it takes a lot more for me. Mm. Well, here, drink this one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And as the oh, leaf was four of y'all relax at home for the first time in a long time, whether it's good feelings or not, it's still home. And eventually you all make your way to your various rooms through a door in a closet into a mansion for some. 
And uh, I have so many room, so much room for all my mini little undeads to run out. Oh my god! And they can play with all the dabbles. Exactly. Oh my god! Oh yeah, they're waking up in the morning to all of the undead ballroom dancing with the dabbles in the foyer. <laughs> Sorry, continue. But I think with that, you all can long rest, and I think that is a perfect place to end the session. Agreed. I think so too. Be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, it was just so nice chatting with you. And if you'd like to hear about some of my excursions outside of Waterdeep, well, I'll just have to tell you at the next gala. You're going, of course. <laughs>